Obi-Wan Kenobi contends with the consequences of his greatest defeat, the downfall and corruption of his one-time friend and apprentice, Anakin Skywalker, who turned to the dark side as an evil Sith Lord, Darth Vader. Yes, we're talking about Obi-Wan today on Geeks with Kids. Let's do this! Anyway, well, the, I'm getting the, my the, testicles the, laminated. Yeah, the good thing is uh, the doctor said it wasn't in, in, in contagious. You just stole my fucking joke. <laughs> I know, because you did during the title sequence. <laughs> wow. He's the host. But the better part is they're naming it after you. That, yeah. Wow. Yeah, they are naming it after Dave, so, you know. Ooh. Friendship. No. <laughs> um, yeah, so, um, welcome to Geeks with Kids, the geeky podcast from a parenting point of view not really it's just a geeky podcast we are a week late but for good reason because we're talking about obi-wan today joining me are dave steve marcus and brent and hawk did i miss you hawk or did i jump over you oh man i feel so bad sorry how's it going guys Good. 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 All right. Excited. I was a lot better before you fucked me at the start of this podcast. <laughs> well, I wanted to make you feel good before you start talking about some uh, some lightsabers and other stuff that don't make I'm just sense. Just making inside. sure we can't monetize on YouTube at any point by making like the third word I say fuck. No, that's fine. It's fine. We're 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 already uh, intended for mature audiences, so swearing is okay on this. Yeah, no. yeah, it's fine. It's fucking fine. Yeah, um, except for the occasional thing that I say that needs to be bleeped out, but that's okay. <laughs> well, Oh yeah, that that let's not let's not go into that today, Steve. I I tried the I tried the bleep button on my Go XLR and it only mutes me. It only bleeps me, which does not. Oh help. no, that doesn't help anything. So so he just hmm. turned it up really okay, loud. Okay. Right, or maybe right, I need to set up one for myself. That would actually be pretty hilarious. That, that would, would be, be really good. funny. Yeah. Brian, I need a, I need to put a an auto bleep like bot on you. That's all. That's all. Um. That's so fair. everyone's doing well. Um. I. Fuck this this series. I the and the finale. I'm pretty sure I was texting Marcus throughout the, the yeah. ending. I'm just like, oh my god, it's happening! It's happening, guys! And then I cried a little bit. You saw it on stream. It was cool. No, um, cool. Yeah. I'm curious to hear what you said because I, I my my drunken were you not there uh, reactions? <laughs> was, no, well, no, no, shorted out his ability to form memories. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I actually completely <laughs> forgot the last two episodes. I had to just rewatch them now. And I my stream of consciousness is in the Discord there, but. I missed your excited. That oh, would have been fun to. Yeah, I saw fine. that stream of uh, Discord, uh, verbal Discord, <laughs> after the fact, like later that night. I was like, "Hawk, I think uh, Dave broke uh, Steve over on Discord." <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Yeah, it, it does. I happen. heard what Dave what does. When I, when I, do, I, I try and I break Steve's brain. Yeah, but anyways, yeah, let's let's easy, let's but... start with like how we normally do and see what we're like in like one or two things. I don't care. I like learning what you guys are doing. Brent, what's good? What's good? What are you? What's your yum, sir? What's your yum? Uh, oh, I mean, like, I got, I got two yums. The one we already kind of talked about ahead of time. I, I hit my first goal on Twitch today of hitting 200 followers, which was but an, up, but up. an awesome oh, Nice. Congratulations. Yeah, thank bud. you. Thank you. Yeah, nice. Cheers. So that was really cool. The uh, the whole video production thing I'm doing on there is is really starting to garner attention. And, and the hot tub streams, more, you know. So. Oh God, yeah. Well, mostly because I keep my shirt on during those. Nobody sees Hot the tub meta. See these uh, titties jiggle, jiggle, wiggle, wiggle. I don't know. The, the the chat seems to disagree about that. I disagree. No, I'm <laughs> it's about life is about the potential for nudity. Yeah, that's true. You know? That's true. That's true. true. He, he keeps the headphones on. That's what's important. Well, yeah, I gotta wear these big fuckers now because my stupid. 
fucking Beats died on me last week. I'm really upset about that. Three hundred dollar fucking headphones in the trash. Don't buy Beats. Oh, boo. Don't really? Buy yeah. Wow. I had no idea Beats was so expensive. I. Oh wow. Okay. They're cheaper now. When I bought them, I bought them two years ago. These ones cost me, I think, two eighty. Now they're about two hundred. So. Are you looking? Still. Are you gonna get wired ones now that you're streaming more? Like probably yeah like, uh, i need like well i need wireless pair just in for, for general use like especially for the gym mm. um because i apparently i threw out all my earbuds hey. i learned that oh. when i tried to go to the gym and couldn't fucking listen to music uh, uh audio technica mx50 wait mx50 yeah i think that's the one go for those why well, not sponsored it's not a sponsored. not sponsored although we um, did get sponsored a while ago for some microphones I don't remember that yeah yeah they gifted us some microphones six really microphones nice. i don't know who i gave those out to Pick a game. I know I got I, one. You got I one. didn't get any. I can get yeah, I didn't get another. I, I I don't know. Maybe I gave one to Shouse and I gave one to I gave one to Matt. You gave Moore. one to your favorites. I Clearly gave one to the ones to that were favorites. there at the time. I don't <laughs> think yeah. I was on the yeah, I don't think I was on the podcast then. Yeah, that was EGLX um twenty that was when right when you joined. Yeah, that's the time we actually right that's the time I met you at the at the EGLX actually, yeah. uh yeah. David. Yeah. 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 Next time um, I'll I'll talk to them next time again. Yeah. Sorry, what's the other thing? So then yeah, so then the other yum. This one came out of nowhere for me. Um, so I retroactively, we did our, our games of the year segment last year, and I've retroactively changed mine because I discovered a game that came out in December. I didn't discover it till February, Eternan Octus, which oh, yeah. was one of the hardest games I've ever played. Definitely the hardest game I've ever beaten. Uh, but it became just an obsession of mine. I fucking loved it. It was just so great in so many ways. And then I found out last week that they were making a sequel. Not only were they making a sequel, but it's already out on early release. They've already put it out on early access. They've changed the genre from Metroidvania to a roguelike. It's called Sama Materna. Um, so I decided, oh, I'll give it a try and see how it is. Mm. It's already on track to be one of my games of the year. Like, oh. it is giving me the same joy I had when I played Hades for the first time. Like, it is wow. just oh, that's, oh, that's high praise. much mm. fun. It's you can it, you can tell it's early access. There's not a lot to it. Um, there's only two two main levels, two bosses. Um, it's beautiful. Like the art style is absolutely gorgeous. It is stunningly beautiful. Fluid controls already. Like it controls like a dream. What's um, it called, Brent? What's it called? Materna. S U M M U M. Uh, Aterna. A E T E R N A. Um, but you can already tell like what they're going to be adding into it, what they've already added. Like it is insanely replayable. I sat down to do a stream of it, expecting to try it for like maybe an hour or two. I was streaming it for about seven hours. And as soon as I got off, I continued playing it for another six hours just to keep leveling up and keep getting the new stuff. Keep trying the new levels. Nice. Like nice. It I'll, is. I'll put, I fucking like it's hands down my favorite roguelike of the year, at least. Link on Twitch. It's so good. Ooh. So good. Cool, cool. Um, I, I nice. look forward. To, I just loaded it up on my wish list, so I'm gonna look it yeah. up later. I think like the full release won't be for another uh, year and a half. They said probably like fall 2024. They're expecting, mm. but they're releasing new content at least once every month or two. They're already announced that there's an update coming in July with new levels, new NPCs, new weaponry. I'm like, holy shit! Like they're they're fast tracking this. This is only six months after the first game came out. And it's already hmm. uh, like an almost fully polished game. Did you? I feel like this game was a game a game you would like. Did you ever end up playing The Forest? I have it. I haven't played it. Um, 
because there were so many other games that were like it at the time that I just couldn't be bothered because I think I was playing uh, Green Hell at the time. Mm-hmm. And I I was like, eh, yeah, I don't that's know if I point. particularly like the genre. And then The Force came along and I was like, it seems very similar. I'm not sure I really want to play it, but it's fun. I believe mm-hmm. I own it. Hmm. Uh, it's multiplayer, so it. if ever... If ever I install it it again, (laughs) I'll let you know. Yeah, Yeah, I'm Uh, pretty sure I have it on. I'm pretty sure I have it on PlayStation. I was told I should uh, install Ark. So, uh, by someone here, I have many times. It's it's another one I just didn't play because it's also free on Steam. I'll probably set up a server for it next week. Yeah, so it'll be available to geeks with kids people. Nice, nice, nice. And Uh, also for anyone who wants some nostalgia kick, uh, the new Ninja Turtles. This is on Game Pass. It's so good. It's fucking fun. Shredder's Holy Revenge, sh- right? Yeah, it's very oh good. Oh my god. It's I, on sale I on Steam, too. I finished the entire game in one sitting. It was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Just brought me right back to the TMNT arcade game nostalgia. It's Yeah, that was definitely one of those standout moments when the arcade game like left an impact and everyone was like, oh, I can't wait to buy this on whatever console. Like It was like yeah. right at that period, but it was such a solid arcade game that yep. you'd be like, you know what? I'm willing to actually go to the machine and mm-hmm. play it with friends. It was so good playing it on the One machine. of the last ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And now that, uh, was it 1UP? They've made a miniaturized version of it too. Just want to buy it, but I'm not because it's expensive. All right, uh, cool, Brent. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, that's like good. three yums for me. So move I, on. I'm gonna move on to Marcus. Marcus, what's your yum? What are you yum 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 yum? Oh yeah, yum 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 yum. Um, uh, there there hasn't been much. I have been very busy with life. Uh, unfortunately, there's been a few losses in our families, uh, both mine and my my oh, wife's families. Sorry to hear that. So uh, so we've sure. we've been we've kind of had to deal with a uh, quite a bit of um family stuff yeah um so i haven't been able to really do any kind of enjoyment things but um i got a package the other day uh from a company that uh well eric knows the the situation of what happened with our dark savers god damn oh the dark savers that's that's apropos so so while that whole situation was god awful and the company who i'm not going to slam here but i will probably just do my own slamming as well, we have in previous episodes to look it up we, we do so i mean you can i, I could well, later it. when i do my stuff <laughs> sure, okay. all right that sounds good um but i mean i finally did get the replacement items um some of which i was really excited about i got a couple of uh, figures and stuff but what i'm really excited to show is uh my wild stallions figures oh. Bill and Ted. Oh. Oh. Excellent. These are super awesome, and it comes with like the actual phone booth. Like it's a it's a paper foldout oh, nice. kind of thing, but you can get the phone booth. It's brilliant, awesome. So I'm really excited about that. And then um, the Electric Mayhem yes. band nice. that looks amazing. Oh, these were the two things that like out of everything I was like waiting for. I was really excited about those. I so almost got that one too. Oh, there, there's your Rolf, uh, Eric. <laughs> yeah, I wish. <laughs> Aww. Yeah, so so that's that's pretty much the only bit of excitement I've had, mm. other than pulling weeds and breaking my back. Um, yeah, so I was on uh Reddit looking up uh that toy company that shall remain unnamed right now, I guess. Um, and yeah, <laughs> it is. Did you find a good subreddit that just? It's, it's all not just like... them, but there's like a there's a various like collecting ones, obviously. Oh, wow. But like the black, yeah, red flagged. But like the <laughs> black series of yeah, red sub. What the hell? <laughs> where's this music coming from um but the black series 
subreddit is a bunch like there's just a bunch of people being like don't pre-order from this company why why is this happening who is it who is it i don't know We'll figure I it out. I think it's Dave. The guilty looking one. <laughs> I, I, the <laughs> the only thing on screen look... is his shifty eyes. Sus. <laughs> That's old. Oh, there's the shifty eyes. Yeah. <laughs> that was it doesn't awesome. work super well with the background. With the background. I know. One day. <laughs> yeah. One day. You got to lower yeah. it a little bit, too. No, it caught him. Oh. It caught him. No, was yeah. that? no he has to go yeah. up. Was good. It. Now yeah. it's disappeared. It worked the first time. Yeah. I just have to like go really fast between the two. And, like, the <laughs> good lord. All right. Awesome. Well, I'm glad that you got this stuff. And maybe one day. Yeah. I ordered like two weeks before you, too. I know. Oh, you I still know. haven't gotten your replacement? No. <laughs> oh, my and, God. I got a dark saber from somewhere else, right? I got a dark saber from somewhere else. Um, And like I, they gave me a credit. And then I ordered all my shit. And then I was like, Marcus... This is what happened with mine. And then he's like, okay, I guess I'm going to get the credit too. And then you ordered your stuff and then you got your stuff, which is nice. But I'm going to yeah. start emailing him every three days now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely do it. Do do it. it. Just because. Like they, he, they had the audacity to send me a message saying like, please leave us a positive review on Google. And I'm like, no. I, no. When they do You're that lucky, to me, I, I will say, wait. I will Can leave you do me a favor? One. On my show, I do one-star reviews as a redemption. Could you go write <laughs> one, and I will read it during one of them? <laughs> yes. yes. I, I even can. have a backdrop and everything for it here. Like, amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. That was good. <laughs> Classic tales of one-star reviews. Yes. Nice. I, I will. Brent, I salute you. Here's the beginning of my one-star review. If I could give lower than one, I would. If I could give negative, I'd jump at the fact. If I could take stars away from other people's reviews, I would. I would. So. It's funny because like, there's a bunch of Google reviews that have been taken down that were like one stars and stuff, which is really yep. sketchy. Anyway. Yeah, you can't can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. So let's uh, move over to more sketchiness. Steve, what's good? <laughs> oh, my oh. more sketchiness. All right. So for once, I actually have some... I actually have some positives, I guess. I don't know. So uh, recently, there's been uh, some news on Dark Tide, which is by the uh, the programmers of Vermintide, and it's starting to look kind of okay. And despite my issues with uh, Games Workshop, I'm willing to support this other company. So I have decided, uh, although I make a lot of plans and I announce them all the time, and then don't do them. <laughs> I am going to try to relearn how to use my mouse and keyboard for shooters because I want to play this game and I don't want to wait till it comes out. So that's kind of a like a pre-yum if I can actually get my ass in gear, which Are I actually made this plan. Controller support for it? Yeah, but I I I I've been kind of wanting to get back into the boomer shooter sort of scene. Like that's the way. Because there's so many like cute boomer shooters, you know, like and I and I just I don't know. It's kind of like this weird intangible goal for me because I've been having. No, you could do it. You got so. it. Anyway, so uh, now I have a hard target because Dark Tide doesn't come out till September. So, gonna try. Gonna try. Anyway, the other I, I do have one other yum. I did some Kijiji. Um, really thankful I didn't get rolled as I was walking down the street with my little bag full of expensive stuff. I bought some uh, IEMs, which is uh, what is it? In ear monitors. Mm. which i can't explain how that's why, different from why are you getting in your monitors well i saw a guy who <laughs> listed like a whole bunch of them at once so i could tell that he was someone like me who has like an obsessive compulsive issue and i was like i already did the coupon i already did the, the keyboards and i did i'm doing the mice 
and I did the headphones. I needed yet another uh, compulsion. I want to try IEMs. So I, I bought several IEMs from him, and they're pretty cool. <laughs> but I've never – I don't have earphones, you know? So, I mean, earbuds. Sorry, earbuds. I have lots of earphones. Anyway, whatever. I wasted a lot of money, but, you know, this is where I'm at. And, uh, yeah, it's cool. I, I don't know. It's, it's something fun. I probably didn't need all that. But, anyway, <laughs> that's my yum. So there you go. Right on. <laughs> um, the chat is showing up on mine, too. Oh, I – I – is it? It's only showing up on mine. I just assume it's because of where I'm positioned that that's where the chat comes up on the screen. Yeah, 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 yeah. On, on, okay. on thing. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, um, like above my head, it says the live show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. can only fit so much. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah um, In-ear monitors are great when you do concerts and mixing and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I guess to explain, I this is another rabbit hole amongst the other three I mentioned that I've fallen down, which is a, a total waste of money. I'm not. I'm not going to debate that. Wait, how okay? many but IEMs did you get? Four. Four. <laughs> One is going to be a gift, though. So, so apparently, and I fully admit this is just another money dump, and I could be an idiot, but apparently the difference is that IEMs uh, have more. Um, They're flat response. Right. There's there's a lot there's a lot more to handle the different levels of sound right as opposed to just standard earbuds which have like yeah. one speaker right standard standard earbuds and, generally boost uh, various signals as well right so yeah 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 there's nothing wrong with earbuds yeah but but uh, in terms of like value for money uh, because China got involved right I got to get you know my token you, you got to reference I got to get my social credit right so China started uh, <laughs> producing really cheap I'm I'm so fucked I'm never going to go to Hong Kong after this battle. I'm so screwed um I, China started started producing IEMs um but really cheap but still decent so it's completely like altered the personal casual IEM market because yeah IEMs technically are for musicians right I mean it's it's so that they can perform on stage and hear what's happening instead of having you know, a, a speaker pointed at them. And um, anyway, the technology has gotten to the point now where it's it's cheap enough that there's there's a lot of like, you know, IEMs for everyday people. I don't people think it was a question money, of so. whether the technology could have been cheaper before. I think it was a question of the market, probably, right? Like, yeah, I, they it's never totally market. an it's audio. Not a, it's not a mass market item, whereas headphones no. are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's totally an audiophile thing. And I fully admit it's, it's just like the keyboards, just like the mice, just like the headphones. This is my fourth... Uh, plague, uh, obsessive compulsive, undiagnosed ADHD hobby. Next? Calculators? What should we get them on next? Oh, no. calculators. Wait, yeah. have you gotten into fountain pens yet? No. Oh, I'm safe. I see those pictures. I see those pictures. Like fountain pens yeah, are, are wonderful, are right? Like they're so much I'm not fun sure to write with. Tell Eric, me on how many that, fountain pens do you have? I have a number of them. Jesus okay. Christ. Some All right, them, well, we'll have to talk. Some of them are in cases. <laughs> like, this is, this is a wonderful no, give one. Me a, give me on a little starter kit here. Give me the give me, give me the elevator pitch on your fountain pen business. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, they have some refill fountain pens that are refillables. You oh, can either get them in cartridge Truthfully, or... I don't quite get the fountain pen, fountain or pen you can, uh, meta. But... You can get these refillable cartridges that you just draw from an inkwell. Oh, you know, you're selling me. You're selling me. You it's can got, just go to it's the got personalization. And you can just buy a pack of pens. What's uh, even better? No, five of them. No. Is you get, and, you get, you get the ones... They create a lot of plastic waste. You get the so ones with the, with, the, with the nibs that are flexible so they look like calligraphy. 
Oh, oh okay. You you're starting to sell me on this. What okay. if you get uh, even fancier pens? You get the offset. The offset pens. You found a niche. Oh, I like you, offset. That the, always works for me. Where you get the offset insert headphones, offset keyboards, offset pens. I like it. You get to insert your own nib every single time. What kind of podcast is this? What the? Fuck? <laughs> it's, it's, wow. It's a it's a podcast about <laughs> nerd is fandoms. This is you take it's <laughs> taken out of context. Podcast here. You just insert the nib. This nib and no, that, it, that, just get that ink. Yeah, I have just to admit, dip it I have in to admit every error. single time. That's so good. I was Holy just shit. joking about uh, thirty seconds ago, but that off-center nib kind of sold me. So this I'm is sure. this is a nice green. Uh, what kind well. of what kind of ink, ink is this? Well. This is I don't know what kind of ink that one is. I was talking to Steve last week off air about the difference, like the hierarchy a, of like nerd, black. geek, dweek, dorb. And like, this is nerd shit. Cause it's, it's like the yeah. academic of yeah, it's academic your level. niche, this right? A, You're going so deep into oh, it. Oh, and he's this, got an octagon this, oil this is, ink this well. This is a brown ink that I mixed uh, powder in so there. Like Eric, I, I, I honestly had no idea. I had no idea you were... <laughs> you know what's even better, Steve? I know you like to draw. These offset pens are phenomenal for that. See, I, I used to like to draw, and so I will probably buy into the ink meta on the basis that I hope it will make me draw, just like all the shit that I just described. I bought I, two years ago to make me better at gaming, which I have I, not touched a single mouse or a single keyboard, but um, I can literally I'm getting there. You. I'm picturing you right now. You're listening to everything he's saying about fountain pens, getting excited. Then you're going to turn, look at your 800 keyboards and go, oh, fuck. Hey, Steve, <laughs> have you, have you, don't understand addiction. Like. Steve, you don't understand you, addiction. Have you ventured on the subreddit, um, fountain pens? Cause you should. Actually, I don't, I don't need to because there already is a subreddit. <laughs> Eric, this which counts as your yum. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I already, I already discovered this subreddit that it's all about keyboards, headphones, and fountain pens, which I find absolutely <laughs> hilarious that that's a thing. It literally yeah, is a it thing. Is. And so far, I actually had no interest in the fountain pens. But you're starting to sell me Does on it. Does it have a like, special oh. name, though? Um, I don't know. It just shows up on the keyboard one. But I'm sure there must be a name for it. But it's always those specific three. And yeah, it's, it like, is. so elitist. Yep. It's amazing. Yep. It's amazing. Um, Harcroft is in the chat saying, Guy has, like, 35 gaming mice. Doesn't know how to game with them. <laughs> no, sorry, Harcroft. And, I need and, help. I need you, help. And have you gotten into monitors? Harcroft is asking. I was looking at a couple more monitors in Gigi last week, Harcroft. I'll message you about it. I don't know. Oh my lord! I have a spare that I haven't plugged in yet, so I guess I guess true. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's bad. It's bad. This warms my heart. <laughs> hey, can the we move on? Because I end with an episode of Hoarders, right? Like that's the goal. It's just yeah, always yeah, be on yeah. So, um, so Steve, uh, there's a there's a hobby I'm gonna be getting into in a couple months when I when my devil sticks when my <laughs> when my <laughs> When my 3D printer comes in, so you know. Oh, Brent, so, you bastard! I know, Ooh, like fancy. that's a good that that's not. It's a, a piece of art. I recognize that, but I don't understand it, and I don't want to understand it because <laughs> the, once I do, then it's what what David said. It becomes so that that nib is not level. flexible, though, right? It oh won't, shit! It won't, Eric it won't have the, knows what he's at. It won't have the the. The, okay, nobody the, bring up watches. I don't want to know wide, anything about watches. Oh, I also oh. like watches. <laughs> Ooh, I have a big, I have a big collection of watches. Actually, yes. Mm. Let me go get. I actually have quite a few pocket watches. Let me go get me the too. Casio calculator watch my mom got me, me and my brother some yum. Christmas two years Someone ago. Yums, you know what's also good, yeah. Steve? Both. Different glasses. Like I have 
like new glasses that make me look nerdier and then there's gaming ones oh. and monitor ones and stuff if only we had like a fucking Vessi sponsorship. You know what I like to talk? Shoes. I have been talking to Vessi because I have Gaming a couple of the, I have two pairs of Vessies upstairs. We should yeah, we should talk to them. I, I have I have foot pedals from a a a failed Hotas rabbit hole. Although I did end up buying two or three, so I guess that still counts. Do you play um, flight sims? No, I haven't used any of them yet. I'm, I'm a okay. failure. He's but just I actually got big for when Star Citizen finally releases or whatever it's called, Squadron Forty. He'll be ready yeah. by that time. <laughs> but I have the foot pedal, so if we can get the shoe sponsorship, I could put like a cam on my feet in the. No, no, shoe no. Hole. If you have the cam down there, you have to go shoeless because that's where you get the views. No, that's. Mm-hmm. It's no, true I'd though. Do shoe advertising. <laughs> I know. I know it's true, but I only want to show my feet in shoes. So sorry, guys. I think we broke Harcroft there with the no. Yeah, yeah I agree with Harcroft. We'll talk monitors later, Harcroft. Thanks. Vessi <laughs> is a scam. What shoe company only makes up to size thirteen? I don't know. Unfortunately, Har- I keep telling Harcroft is a giant. Like. He's a giant. There's no other way to put it. it. You know, they don't. You have to. He has to go to special places to buy bigger shoes. We we got to get Harcraft oh. on here one day. Like we'll he just put a, we'll just put a video on like a picture on top. Like he's kind of snuffleupagus at this point. I kind of yeah, like it. I know. Yeah. I mean, well, like he's he's got a voice. You know. <laughs> really? Actually, I'm not. Yeah, oh, we've, yeah, we've talked to him was. many times. Yes, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the the no was for talking about monitors. Anyway, let's move oh. on. Let's move but on. Dude, it was two Dell monitors. Okay, all right, we'll talk about it later. Well, we'll move on to Hawk. Hawk, Hawk tell us your about yum? your your designer Hi. pants. Oh, got Hawks here, you guys. <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. I know. Hey, I, I put Michael beside your name, and I don't like it. I got to change that in the social. Just Hawk. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yums. Yeah. Um, I haven't gotten into anything <laughs> too new, so I decided to go binge. I decided to go binge a couple old series, and that that I, I, you know never really caught up on uh first up is atlanta uh it's out on mm. disney plus right now oh, yeah. yep. it is a very very watchable show and that i, I, Actually, I don't know what that is what is that show it <gasps> is it was created by donald glover uh tells his tale of urn uh is this a young man who's trying to be a music manager to his uh cousin alfred who goes by the name paperboy and is just starting to cut his rap career is taking off through a hit mixtape he made mm-hmm. okay. uh, Very interesting. first two seasons kind of deal with trying to get uh, something going for him and that because like music marketing and you know sales in this day and age is just it's a crazy business and uh, mm. it's it's all it's not <clears throat> Everything's non-traditional anymore in that. Uh, the show itself is, it's like a comedic version of Get Out. It, it takes place, like, you are seeing the perspective of what is being black in America. Uh, okay. Not so much from the horror angle of Get Out and that, uh, more through the comedic mind of Donald Glover and that. And okay. there are some amazing, like, little side bits in it that just completely <laughs> fall into the level of absurdity. The Invisible um, Car? Invisible Car. <laughs> okay, that took a weird turn. <laughs> I was on board until the invisible car. Okay, all right, sure, sure. <laughs> it all, it kind of touches on this level of like urban myth and that. Uh, anyways, season three takes a huge divergent turn in that. Which, uh, this their tour, then they do their tour of Europe and that. Half the se- half of season three actually uh, is mainly short stories that have nothing to do with the three main characters, which is it's so bizarre. It like I, I didn't see it coming in that and. It's 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 eminently watchable. 
Um, so yeah, if it's on Disney Plus, all three seasons are there right now. It took a huge break in that uh, yeah. between like season two and three, and that yeah. I guess mainly due to COVID. Also, uh, um, Donald Glover was making new music at that time. Right, Childish Gambino. America, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, second bingeable series right now is Peaky Blinders. All six seasons oh, are on yeah, Netflix good, right now. Good show. Mm, yeah, so that was awesome. recommended to me recently. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it, Brett, you would like it, man. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. it it uh, it focuses on uh, this. Uh, it's a it's a fictional family, but a very real gang back in the turn of turn of the century, England, and that the Peaky Blinders. Um, they came from. Like this in like this Romany background in that, which for him, mm. it's there. It's they're mainly came the up travelers. With, yeah, the travelers exactly. You know, they very much keep in touch with relatives. They have their own language and everything. Um, this has to do with a family called the Shelbys, and that where these brothers that all went over to the wars in France uh, and came mm. back, and then started building up their little criminal and. En- Empire and those wow. wars. You mean like the Napoleonic Wars? I mean the World War World War One, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, okay, 1920s. Yeah, okay. it was. It yeah. was described to me as like it's it's like the early turn of the century gangster show. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It was like Cillian Murphy is, gangster. Cillian yeah. Murphy's such a creepy son of a bitch. I mean, that's amazing. He's so I, good. Tom Thomas yeah. Shelby is a feather in the cap of his mm-hmm. acting career, and that it, it's a great character. He's, nice. He's he's the head of the family, very focused, and even though inside he's dealing with like tons this tons of PTSD, you know, Mm. and and Mm. at the same same time having to keep a a watch over his brother Arthur, who's fully suffering from PTSD, and is just interesting a dangerous maniac. (laughs) Uh, Well, that sounds really good. I mean, I love period pieces, but like, yeah, silly Cillian Murphy is one of those guys. I'm just like. Gotta find like just the perfect role for him because I just find him unsettling, you know. Yeah, and um, it's those blue yeah. eyes of his, right? They just pierce. Yeah. That's why Scarecrow yeah. is such a good character for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's such a a minor but continuing character, you know, throughout the series, mm-hmm. but it really works, you know. But yeah, yeah, the PTSD. Six. Yeah, that's amazing. Six wow. seasons. That's, that's yeah, fantastic. unfortunately, season six. It looks like season six will be their their final one. Okay. Although there's talk of a movie being made. Six seasons in a movie. Season movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and mainly due to the death of Helen McCrory and that who played Polly in the series, and that uh, she passed away of breast cancer back in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she was you know legendary actress. She had the OBE, the Order of Britain, of the British Empire. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so they had to rewrite season six around a lot of that. Um, but they they had actually filmed some footage with her in that, which they did incorporate, which was very nice. OK. Mm. Yeah. There's also uh, one other show you've been watching that you keep telling me about that I've watched only one episode of on Disney with oh, Andrew Garfield. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to wait for that one because, uh, yeah. I'll I'll discuss that. I'll 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 use that as my yum after I finish. There's about three more episodes to come out. Uh, it's called Under the Banner of Heaven, and it's based on a true story. It took place in Utah back in the '80s. Um, it involved some murders uh, it, that apparently had been influenced by the teachings of the FLDS, uh, the Fundamentalist Latter Day Saints, the Mormons. <laughs> Yeah, well, there's Mormons, and then there was yeah, fundamentalist Mormons. Yeah, yeah uh, it's a different. Yeah, but it's a, it's a sect of Mormon. It was a sect of Mormonism. It was largely rejected by the LDS, and that because you know it's the one that involved like you know, you know, fourteen year old girls being betrothed to you know eighty year old men. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you say it's uh, a true story? Yeah, yeah, 
it is a true story. Yeah. Um, and there's a documentary that's also that's on Netflix called Keep Sweet, Pray and Obey. It's about more scandals with the fundamentalist church of you know the latter day saints so many scandals with them yeah it's there's another there's another one shit. There, there is another one on netflix and that um i think it takes place back in the 80s and that true story uh but it was about the latter day saints and that and some bombings that had taken place in salt lake city and that all hmm. having to, oh, yeah. having to do with letters uh, uh involving like you know, joseph smith and the teachings of the church and these letters <laughs> that had appeared that actually cast a lot of like you know doubt on the actual fun fundamentals of the religion <laughs> and some people who were basically willing to kill to keep it yeah, secret wow. that was all the mm. up, higher ups of the lsd too mm. which was crazy um, yeah i can't remember what it was called that was a good one too i know i have to look it up i'm watching a lot of religion <laughs> documentaries <laughs> Uh, they're all crazy um anyway all good all good all right dave yeah well i don't know how i follow those up i um your exams look well i'm not doing anything yeah i just had four midterms i've got one more project to turn in um i'm off this week and then i start the second half of my next semester next week dnd tomorrow dnd tomorrow dnd yeah Yeah. i do a lot because i'm What's up? How are you finding the pace, like keeping up with everything? Like, uh, well, the one class. So I they I have a class that's twelve chapters of learning QuickBooks, and we were initially told this is going to be a bit of a story. It's like, okay, you (laughs) have like you have like basically you have like five days to complete a chapter, and then you have like two days to do the next one because we only do the class once a week because Mm -hmm. they we're doing the class in double time. Um, because they decided instead of giving us our full course load for the whole summer, they'd give us this course for the first half and the different course for the second half. So we have six hours a week of this class, but six, three of it is like online and the textbook is pretty bad. Um, and it's basically independent work. But then towards the end, the teacher was like, oh, like, just make sure it's all do, you know, done by this time. And it's not a lot of work. The problem is, is that you don't know where you go wrong when you turn stuff in. Because in real life, if I gave a report to my boss and they were like, oh, I wanted a balance sheet, not an income statement. You'd be like, oh, just give me two seconds. I'll get I'll get the other one. And this it doesn't tell you. It just goes, you just did this thing wrong. It doesn't tell you what you need to fix. Right. It's just like your number could be off by a cent. You could have wrote. You could have had an extra letter because it's all in Excel file. You're you're uploading, so you're like, where the hell did I go wrong? Where is it? And then you like, if you find your numbers don't match in something, it's like, okay, well, where's this thing? So you can spend like twelve hours trying to find one problem, and because it all carries forward for the way this works, is if you have something wrong in chapter one, you might screw up something in chapter seven. Um, so it feels like a pass fail course. So that's been like brutal. And we've actually talked to a lot of my fellow classmates and we're going to, you know, we'll tell our teachers and stuff this too, um, that it's genuinely felt like because of this course, our studies and other stuff has suffered because we gen we spend most of our time instead of studying, working on this stuff Hmm. because, because we're so concerned about it. It's like, you don't know how important, like maybe I don't need a hundred percent in this course, but when you turn stuff in, online right it's either like you get zero or 100 basically so but because i don't know what's going to matter later on 
I can't afford to not spend the time now making sure it's a hundred percent, right? Yeah. So I have two chapters left to do. They're due tomorrow at midnight, and a bunch oh, of my Lord. other classmates are like, "Oh, that Oof. took me three days," or like, "I just finished that," or blah blah blah. So we have, it's that's that's been really rough. Wow. Everything else has been great, like every, you know, the math, the accounting, whatever. But like, and like QuickBooks is fine software. Yeah, for the most part. Um, but like the way they try to teach it, it's like our teacher doesn't like instruct us either right like we had classes but it was mostly just like people asking me how to fix their shit so i didn't spend time fixing my shit that's why i'm behind sounds like multimedia um, eric <laughs> uh, that program Don't worry, wow. mohawk, mohawk just got rid of their green. multimedia uh one of their multimedia programs um for something i know i mean, I mean it, was the, it was in the spectator i learned but, some uh, things <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm learning a lot it's great um but just this thing is like this is my last crunch, and then I've got you know what what today's so it's due Tuesday. So then I've got Wednesday Wednesday to Monday basically to actually chill, and then Tuesday class started starts again, and we actually have another class to take the place of this one, which we have no idea when it is, or what classroom it's in, or any or what it's about, or if we need maybe to that's the class. <laughs> It's uh, it's it's called business reports. So I guess we'll figure that out because originally we were supposed to be like Tuesday mornings at eight a.m. and two, or sorry, yeah, Tuesday, and we already have class until five p.m. on that day. So we don't know. Wow. And Tuesday is wow. the day we go back, and we don't know if we have that class at eight a.m. or not. We've gotten one email from the professor, and it's, it doesn't exist in our like suite online. <laughs> this isn't what's good this is what's bad yeah yeah i was gonna say i'm just gonna follow that up with my story about a toy company (laughs) now i mean once i'm done this i'm uh, you know i'm gonna get my time off and play some crusader kings probably nice nice good for you that's apparently gonna show up on game pass soon too crusader Kings. it is on game pass but it's the console version so it's so it's vanilla oh for one but also if you play it on xbox because you can get it on playstation 4 5 xbox one xbox series um the console version is different. It's not just a vanilla version. It's also like the UI is different. It plays basically the same. But you um, need to yeah. control it with controllers. Yeah, I understand. Not Why? to create yeah. a distraction, but I am curious because you have played so much Crusader Kings lot, and you yeah. are the expert of most Resident all of us. Expert. And you when you say... With it. You probably could if you... I, there's not <laughs> much point. Nice. Okay, that's all I needed to know. No, I <laughs> wanted to know um, when you say vanilla, uh, what is no it DLC. about... So so what do the what does the DLC add? So the latest DLC is the Fate of Iberia, which is basically adding a bunch of elements to the struggle. They, they literally created a whole new mechanic called the struggle okay. in Iberia. Iberia being modern day Spain and Portugal. Okay. Um because when the game takes place, so there's two start dates. There's either 867, January 1st, 867, or 1066. And there's the reason those like 1066 is when William of Normandy invaded England. It's also hmm. when Harold Hadrada invaded England. I don't know if people know that there was two big, this is important, right? Really big historical dates uh, for Europe. Cause that basically meant whether Norway was going to control England or a, a, a guy became the King of England, but was technically subservient to the King of France, but that's a whole other thing. Um, so the, the Muslims had already taken like a lot of the land, probably like 50, 60% of the land in, uh uh iberia and then there's so there's you've got catholics you've got uh i can't remember what sect of um islam it is and then there's another faith in between called mozarabic 
which the, this DLC introduced. Now, some of that stuff does get introduced into the PC version for free, but you don't get all the new mechanics. You don't get a bunch of other stuff, right? Like it's DLC, right? And no, I was just, I was just sort of curious what, yeah, like how much of a difference it would make. That's all. I, I mean, mean, it makes I mean, a huge, I mean, like, like yeah, the mechanics, like, you know, there was before that it was the Royal Court DLC where it's like all these things come in. You get your Royal Court if mm. you don't buy the DLC, but then there's like a bunch of things you don't get, like events and uh, oh, strange like, women giving out swords as a basis yeah, of government. You can create artifacts <laughs> and stuff like that. There's, a, there's a lot. There's a lot of, as a, and I'm sure it's very difficult for Paradox to figure out what to add into the base game for for free and to put specifically in the DLC. Like a lot of it is decisions. So in the Northern Lords DLC, which is about Vikings, basically. Um, there's like you know the you can make the North Sea Empire, which is a real thing that lasted like five years. The descendant, one of the descendants of um, uh, Ragnar Lothbrok, uh, or Sigurd Snake in the Eye, which is Ragnar's son. Uh, he was this guy was the king of Denmark, and he became very briefly he controlled part of England, Denmark, and Norway. Um, there's also like making the Isle of Man into like a pirate isle, which was a real thing because Vikings were basically pirates. So mm-hmm. stuff like that, you know. That sounds interesting. Okay. Mostly because well, no, I'm, cool. I'm, I'm playing Jurassic World uh, Evolution 2, and I love doing nope. these, like, micromanagement things. So that mm-hmm. sounds that sounds fun. I consider, like, the game I played the most like it previously, even though it's not exactly like it, um, would be Star Wars Rebellion, which is a game I loved. But that was yes. a 1v1 game. You played as the Empire of the Rebellion. Yes, I love that um, game. This game you play as, like, a ruler. And then when you die, you play as your heir. And if you yeah. don't have an heir, if you like, if you run out of people in your family, your game's over. That's neat. Um, so you, you gotta, you, so your people to, gotta fuck, is what, what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, go out and bang. I mean, there's that's the unfortunate thing is that she the game bangs, ends up having like, bangs, well, I need to, it. I need to pick somebody no. with desirable <laughs> traits, right? You start looking for people with the genius trait, oh, baby, or they're beautiful, she or they're moves, you know whatever, moves. or they're extra strong and stuff like that. You start. There's a. It's unfortunately, it's like somewhat of a eugenics simulator. Um, and inbreeding is a thing because it's a real wow. thing that happened in real wow. life, right? A lot of people marrying their cousins, especially <laughs> dark rulers. Mm. It's it's an unfortunate side of it because the game reflects the time period that it was. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. You want right? to you want to keep the the authenticity, the, power the bloodline, right? Yeah. So yeah, I understand why you would do that. So it's yeah. interesting, yeah. Like <sighs> seducing the Pope and then revealing the secret that the Pope's gay, and then the Pope gets you know excommunicated and stuff like that. This you know, is you very interesting. That, this game is amazing. Anyway, I'm sorry, I didn't Twitch? mean to like. People do stream it. I, I I probably will end up streaming it one day. You should. You should. All good? Eric, what's <laughs> your... Three things. Three things. This is per- not an endorsement, but I will We're say... We're never talking about Obi-Wan. It was a, it was a red herring. <laughs> so these <laughs> are my... It's fine, guys. It's fine. Just watch it. Whatever. Three things. These are my gamer advantage glasses. I got them like... In 2018 or something. When, when we were at EJS, 2019. This is not. Yeah, I was there when you ordered them. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So I bought these. They chipped like six months later, and they sent me new glasses. So I was like, "Cool, that's really nice of them." A couple months ago, I noticed that the the coating was coming off of it. So I was like, "Is there anything oh, I could do? Yeah. Like, I pay like something?" And they're like, "No, we're just gonna send you new glasses." So oh, this okay. is already that's twice. Nice. They've already just sent me new glasses, and that's just okay. fucking awesome. They're only a- customer. It's like, no, that's cool. they're actually that's really cool. popular. They also have these like snap-on sunglass things. So. Oh, well, look at that. Super <laughs> yeah. cool. I used to have snap-ons that? all the time, but when your glasses are this thick, it, it doesn't matter. It's on the front. Pounds. It's fine. It's yes, fine. It, it, no, it, this it, thing is stupid light and like it, 
Eric, you're talking. No, you're talking to a guy who wears glasses that he's wearing Coke bottles right now. Yeah, Yeah. I I can see through the bottom of Coke bottles. (laughs) You should try Gamer Advantage. I think you might like him. Um, I don't think they would make this prescription. We're not sponsored, by the way. (laughs) Number two. I got the fucking Tron Legacy soundtrack on vinyl. Finally, so where did you find that? I got. There's a random record company. Um, a record store in my mall that I didn't even know. I don't. I didn't go to the other side of the mall in. It's um, not Sam. In ages. It's, it's not Sam the record man. No, it's it's a, it's like three letters. I don't remember what it's called. Anyway, um, oh, so I went there. I was just like, PVC. I might as well go into the soundtrack section just see. I know it's not gonna be here, and I was like, fuck, it's here. <laughs> Pulled it up, there. and the the, the, the guys. We'll actually get the name of this store one day. Mark, uh, were you one of the guys that was with me <laughs> in the Sam the Record Man stories? Uh, I've I've been to Sam the Record Man with you. Yes. But I mean, like after they closed down and we got the run of the place. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> These are stories. The time right the Hulk those those the, were good days. Those are awesome. Fun the Hulk fought the abomination in front right of the record man. Those were good days. And, and both in Hamilton and Toronto. It's very strange. <laughs> well, um, you know, they they can jump really far. So anyway, I got that uh, thing, and the girl said that it came in like two days prior, and no one had seen it. So nice. Final thing, at Indigo, they've released this um, exclusive hardcover of The Sandman, uh, book one, and it is gorgeous. Um, That is pretty. The ink inside is, like, the color reproduction is very nice. Like, it is, it looks just like the originals. Um, The paper is pretty heavy. It's pretty good. It's like. So what does that collect exactly, Eric? This is. Dust. It says volume one, right? It's it's yeah, it's volume one, but I don't know what issue this goes up to. I can't remember. It usually says okay. on the back. Is there nothing on the back? Well, it could also include like some bottom left, some extra issues too. Oh, okay, right? here it is. So. Sandman one to twenty. Okay. okay. Um, in so preludes and nocturnes, the dollhouse and dream country. So is that like a new like prestigious it's... release to coincide with the TV show? Well, it didn't say the Netflix. There was no Netflix sticker on this, okay. which is nice. Um, this came out on April 22nd. So I guess they're going to release more hardcovers, but this is exclusive yeah. to Indigo. Eric, what was that going for? That was $40. So okay. it's, it is the regular. That's fair. Well, you it's know, what? Like, I mean, I don't have any of the Sandman comics or, or yeah. books. Mm-hmm. So that That'd would be, be a really nice awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're not hard like... to find. They are in most Indigos. Um, from okay. what I was looking. So oh, yeah, for good. sure. Yeah. Because um, normally whenever they release these exclusive covers, you're like, oh, maybe they'll have one or two. There are 20 in Guelph. Twit and it's Guelph, nice. so you know it's everywhere else. A lot um, of sleepy people in Guelph. Yeah, yeah, a lot of sleepy people. Uh, did you guys see the trailer for Sandman? It looks <laughs> yeah, so not good. Watching it. Not I, watching I know it, you don't no. watch trailers. Yeah, let me know. Let me know if it's good. Uh, August. Trailers, what, okay. Real quick, my friend sent me on Instagram uh, a trail like something for Thor, and I just went no. I watched the first trailer. That's yeah. it. I'm they showed the movie. Apparently, there's a clip on, online I'm now. I'm not watching I'm like, no. anything else. I it comes out next week, like, They're Dude, already revealing like what the oh end credits are. They're giving away so much. Like I know, I'm just avoiding everything. It's a weird it. time. It's a really weird Why? time. It's so early. The annoying thing is, it's not for us, but like we're the people yeah. who are like subscribed to Marvel's fucking YouTube and shit like that. Like, do do they think yeah, people aren't gonna watch it unless like yes. do we really need yes. to oversell Thor to yes. get people in theaters? Uh, I don't know what's it's happening not, anymore. I think I'll us. lead it's into Obi Wan. 
it's people who aren't huge marvel fans that they got a market to right there's weird marketing going on for sure there are people that are still leaving during the credits of marvel movies which i find hilarious they don't care they don't care they're just there to see a movie you know they just want to see a movie just like when you would see alien or star wars in 77 like they just sat down and saw a movie that's it all right. It's not far us. Three news items before we get into Obi-Wan. First one, uh, first details of Netflix's TV adaptation of The Horizon um, video game franchise um, has been revealed. They said that one, the, the timeline is one near or parallel to Horizon Zero Dawn and Horizon Forbidden West. So, so this would probably not about, about Alloy then. It's probably like some other tribe or something yeah they they they're trying to keep it still under wraps i don't see them not doing aloy right that would be weird how could you not yeah be safer though be smarter though yeah but it's like doing the last of us without joel and ellie like why what's the point i mean you could tell really because i mean like they had like this whole established universe there before aloy yeah so it'd be nice to kind of have a background piece on that wouldn't it yeah but what Uh, are the people who are going into that game going in for they're going in for aloy like she's the marketed character of that game if you don't have the marketed character in the tv show then you're i don't know why the fuck you're doing it i don't think it's the tv show for the people who are fans of the game though i think that's a very popular product and nobody's doing that these nobody's making stuff for who are fans of the genre they're making shows to bring in new fans they're bringing okay, okay. Bring well, fair enough. Your this, audience. Is, this is something we're probably going to touch on when we start talking about obi-wan honestly to be honest because I, I i think you can totally set a show without the main characters but i yeah. would say you can first yes, show they don't probably like, shouldn't but yeah. yeah anyway i i wouldn't mind if they did the first season as this and then broke out into the whole world i think that would be neat i mean i'm just it worked for red versus blue right they didn't yeah. t- they just they, they still didn't master decide. chief not that they were owned by no. Bungie or anything. Um, also, they're filming this in Ontario, um, Horizon. So, Marcus, if you oh, want to... Oh, because of all of our beautiful jungles. We do those. live in a hellish landscape full of robot we, dinosaurs. So we have sense. a lot of the the volume-esque uh, uh, film studios here now. We have a number of them in Toronto, so they're probably going to be filming them there. Yeah, that's going to be amazing. Number two, they're this one's for you, Steve. Dinos, Ubisoft has... Uh, apparently, there's a leak about Ubisoft's... Uh, Skull and Bones, and it's apparently finally coming. It's wow. a real game. Yeah, well, this like game announced 1992. I've been, I've been, I've subscribed to like the, the beta, like whatever for like ever. I'm like, wow, Pirates, uh, yeah. man. So, um, <laughs> it's, I mean, it it's crazy. It doesn't seem like a hard game to make. It's like we take what we did for Assassin's Creed Four. Yeah. Just and then the we just make it multiplayer. Out. Assassin's Creed Four isn't that the one that had multiplayer as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know yeah, why? You, you, you know why it's taking this long, right? It's because in 2019, they were like, "Fuck this, we're gonna make this a live service game." So it's a live service game now, Steve, as well. well we knew that, <laughs> and it's um, and it's gonna be released between October 2022 and March 2023. So that quarter, I I just assumed Ubisoft dropped like all their properties because it was like we gotta pump out as many Far Cry's and as many Assassin's Creed games as we can right now new one every year like, yeah fuck everything else new it's one every year live, they have about live 84 service four different studios in like 13 different countries and somehow I, they can't yeah. sadly sadly of all the gaming studios i still support ubisoft has unfortunately sort of dropped off i mean they're not the worst they're not the most egregious they I, haven't 
personally fucked me yet. Oh yeah, we can say we can still say fuck. That's good. Um, but, <laughs> fuck is a good word. Um, <laughs> Steve's but, like running uh, through his list of words that he knows. He's like, that one's okay. That one's okay. No, I caught it after. That one's okay. I don't even think about it. Okay, I'm. It's gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna screw it up. Eric's gonna have to do. No, don't do that. I don't want to edit this. Sorry, but um, no, honestly, I'm not a big Ubisoft fanboy anymore. And uh, yeah, if it comes out, it comes out. That's fine. I actually have very low expectations for it. And um, yeah, they've 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 slowed down a little bit, but I I don't know. I don't. I know fully expect that game at this point to just be Watch Dogs Two on on water. Yeah. Ooh, I would be fine with that. I would be okay. <laughs> like they don't need each other's boats. I, yeah. I just I, I can't with them anymore. Like I I I I recently sat down and tried to play Far Cry Six again. I, I yeah, Far Cry Six tried is and rough. I just can't. I tried Valhalla. I agree. And I just Valhalla is too big. Far Cry Six is Valhalla. Yeah, yeah. they took they took the idea of sandboxes, which they definitely made me a fan of, and destroyed it. I mean, there's just. At some point, it's like, yes, this becomes it's, busy work, guys. It's I mean, why like, I, it's it's why I can't play Forbidden West either. Like, like, I was so excited, but I'm like, I just can't play it because it just makes me feel like I'm <laughs> settling in for another hundred-hour fetch quest game. Their like, their their quests are at least fun. <laughs> at least they're fun, and they don't I'm feel pretty. like the same thing over and over again. Okay, other news. Let's not talk about Ubisoft. Although maybe we'll talk about them in the future. I was gonna talk about the the play the new PlayStation. Um, plus program but uh only i have it right now and i think brent said he's gonna get it we'll talk I'm, about that i'm well aware of it like i know what's involved with it but I you want to try the yet. streaming stuff while it to actually talk about it right so i'll wait until you jump yeah. onto that um the last news maverick has passed the one billion dollar mark in the in the shit in the global box tempted. office mark I have yeah. to say, like, since the restrictions have gone away, I was sort of like, ah, I don't know if I want to go to the movie theater. But that's the one and only movie I've been just very kind of morbidly curious about I, because I, I'm not a, like a Top Gun fan. But I will say, but I, like, I like that 10 minute preview. I will say I admit, it's it better fun. than the first one in every single way. Well, it better be because the first one I don't like at all. So that's, that's it's also good. a fun so movie to watch. Hold on. Does anyone say, you know, you're you're trying to catch checks that your body can't catch whatever the line is like? Because if they don't say that, it's a terrible movie. Hands down. I'm anytime. I don't think meme so. that was going around I only recently saw it once, too. so I haven't memorized it, right? The meme going around recently where there's a there's a war with Russia, Top Gun is the top of the box office, and Kate Bush is number one in the charts. Are we <laughs> so back in nineteen eighty six? Yeah, it makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, I am morbidly curious, and I no, I mean genuinely, I'm not even making fun of the movie. I mean, if they if they if they hit it, like if they nailed like something that you know has been missing, uh, which actually is a great segue to Obi Wan. I'd like to see. Um, it. I've, heard I've heard it's good. Yeah, it's really I, I, good. It's really just, good. Yeah, no, it sounds like actually a fun movie. I, you know, I just I have is... no love for the original. I have no nostalgia yeah. for the original. Yeah, zero. So that's why I'm not excited. Uh, about I will say one. that yeah, Megan doesn't yeah. care about Top Gun, the first one, and she had a lot of fun at the movies for yeah. this one. If, okay. I just okay. if I had an opinion about Top Gun either way, like either I love the movie, she doesn't or care I hate about the, movie. the first one. I would yeah. have more of an opinion about Maverick, but I just generally Top Gun is just like I'm. I, I saw it once but yeah. the fact that it did cross a billion is newsworthy and it is interesting because yeah i have zero opinion about the original top gun as well i saw it long after the fact and i didn't quite get why it was such well, a good deal you know considering so, like when the uh, the sequel was announced how long it took to actually get to theaters and that yeah, and it yeah. turning into tom cruise's biggest movie ever yeah, in his entire yeah. career ever which is crazy 
I think it's yeah. just generally impressive that you've got an actor who, like, for four decades now, is still making like Tom Cruise is an interesting character like, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, that that's that's for another discussion for sure. Because yeah, I feel like you we're going to end like, up having a Top Gun episode when it comes out on. Really? I don't know. Like this one is a good movie. I want. I do want to talk about. Okay. It. Should do okay. Tom, okay. A Tom Cruise episode. Would a, be Tom Cruise, a Tom Cruise episode is worthwhile because if, like if what we just do Brent that, said, it's just going to be me screaming about how much I hate Tom Cruise for like three hours. Yeah. Okay. Steve. Marcus, you want to get my mother on? She she shares your opinion. She can't stand him. Marcus, you and I can do a Tom Cruise episode. Okay. Okay. This is happening, right, Eric? Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, Fred's mom. Uh, last last news. Don't I, ask her about her opinions on anything else, please. Don't ask her about her opinions on anything else. Last little Brent, tidbit. I love your mom. Last little tidbit, just because I wanted to add this in before uh, we talk about Obi Wan, is that uh, Warrior, the the series based on Bruce Lee's writing, is going back oh, into production yes. next week. Yes. So, yes. so we get another season soon. Oh, that's good news. Yeah, oh. I couldn't end it on Tom Cruise. <laughs> All right, so Obi Wan, the series premiered on May? like six weeks ago, um, May twenty seventh. May twenty seventh. Oh my god, it took me forever to scroll down IMDb to get exactly there. Exactly a month. Yeah. So <laughs> you know, we're here. We're going to talk about this series that takes place between episode three and four, um, about ten years prior to A New Hope. So, like we do every time we talk about these reviews. We are going to do a uh, TLDR, to, uh, like a little summary of whether we liked it or not. Two or three sentences. Let's start with Brent. Um, Non-spoiler. Sorry. Yeah, I, no, no spoilers. Uh, it was good. I, I'm, I'm not as big into the, the Star Wars shows and Star Wars mythology and, and, and timelines as you guys are. Like, I'm a casual Star Wars viewer. And as such, it was an entertaining show. Um, and it related to the versions of Star Wars that I'm most familiar with, which is why it appealed to me so much to watch it. Oh, so that, it that's good. a good, re- that's a good small review. Uh, Marcus. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it. I am. I'm probably the biggest Star Wars fan here, but um, I. Well, me and you, you both. By, I think, by, I think by we're, volume, we're pretty. By volume. By volume. <laughs> by volume. <laughs> um, but like, I mean. For, for, you know, a couple of disappointed uh, Star Wars moments that has happened in the past, this was a really big breath of fresh air and just made me super, super happy. There's, uh, I mean, plenty of stuff that you can probably still talk like, you know, could have been better or could have been worse, whatever. But like, I loved it. And uh, I was very, very happy to see some familiar faces come back. Yes. Um, Steve. I was trying to pick who I was going to go, and I just went up to the top right fine, on my screen. Fine. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I, I, I try to be fair about these things. And back in the day when I was really upset about the prequels, man, I can't even remember. <laughs> he said a couple of sentences, Steve. Sorry, sorry. But I, re- I have to say this. Back in the day when I was really angry about the prequels, uh, I, I did give uh, episode three a kind of nominal pass because it was the best of three piles of crap. And uh, likewise, (laughs) Obi-Wan is not as offensive to me as the most recent bridges between the two series. I think it's fine. Um, It doesn't create huge problems. And yes, uh, as, uh, as was, you know, it's, it's, 
it was nice to see some characters return and not completely fuck up. And so in that regard, I think it is worth watching for Star Wars fans. And we will get into more in the details. But yeah, it was it was fine. Fine. There you go. Huck. Uh, I liked it. Um, I think the general tone of the series seemed to be trying to appeal more to kids than to adult Star Wars fans. Star Wars. Yeah, obviously. No, 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 no. That's it. As opposed... We'll get into it. As opposed, it's as his opposed, opinion. go on. As opposed to the Mandalorian, which I felt kind of swayed towards like more the adult Star Wars audience watching. But at the same time, I absolutely loved how well they maintained Obi Wan's character, and you know, seeing Darth Vader again on the screen versus him was, you know, the hot, probably the highlight of the month for me. For children, Hawk, Dave. <laughs> I I thoroughly enjoyed the show. I enjoyed the progression of the characters, um, as you would expect for certain characters. Um, I thought there was some really silly stuff that gives me a lot of entertainment because that's a part of Star Wars. There's silly shit in Star Wars, and I like it. Um, and holy fucking shit. That last episode, I fucking love it. I yeah. love it. I thought it was great, and yeah. uh, it's gonna be one of my, probably one of my favorite Star Wars moments. Mm-hmm. Just it just you know, it just took all a lot of the things I like about Star Wars and put it into one episode. Nice. Um, so for Star Wars Day, I used to watch all the movies until the sequel trilogy came out, and now I watch just the things I really like, and this show without a doubt will actually have parts in on my Star Wars Day watching, especially nice. that last nice. episode. That last episode for sure. No, that's uh, a really nice way of, of frame, framing it, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think this year for Star Wars Day, I mostly watch Rebels <laughs> and, and Clone Wars. Fair um, enough. Yeah. Um, but that that last battle is just is phenomenal. Um, I, I uh, man, it, it's, it's crazy that you can have a a Jedi master that has gone off on his own and sort of, you know, has gone into exile and cut himself off from the force and didn't become a giant dick. Um, <laughs> to everyone, that's a less Jedi uh, reference to you folks out there. All right, <laughs> let's jump into spoilers. Um, I, th- I think we're just going to do like a, I wanted to, I was originally going to do like episode by episode, but I feel like everything's such an overarching uh, story that we can just talk about the whole thing. Um, There's one episode that you can pretty much just kind of blanket cut out because it just was filler. Which one? I I don't remember. See, yeah. I, okay, I have to jump in here, guys. I had to go back and rewatch the whole series because I could not remember what the fuck happened in the first four episodes, okay? Because you don't. The last two are the only episodes anybody is going to remember. I challenge you guys I, to I, tell me what exactly happened in one we, and two. Okay, you like me? I, I, I can tell I, you. I'll like tell you right now. Episode two I was a bit of filler. All right. Episode okay. two seemed a bit filler. Episode two was on Tokyo Planet. Like that. I thought that was a. It's called. Yeah, it just kind of. Okay. Yeah. Dayu, I took notes. It's Dayu. Yes. Like, that's fair. Yeah. I as I they was, don't track. We met Kumail Nanjiani as. I will say that I've been playing the Lego Star Wars game, and as I'm playing the sequel trilogy, there are no planets that I remember the name of, except for Octo, for some reason. Um, he likes remember to Crate, get Red Salt Planet, come on. Crate, yeah, Salt Planet. What about Korriban? It, it's not Korriban, is it? Mm, nope. I can't remember. Who, there we go. Who knows? All right, let's, let's, let's just jump in. Yeah, um, let's jump so in. this 
when they were showing trailers for everything, we're like, oh shit, this Obi Wan, he's in exile. Um, he's probably gonna have to deal with Luke or something. But this ended up being a story about him protecting and rescuing Princess Leia. What do you guys think about this story arc? I didn't realize this was gonna be Last of Us set in you know Star Wars. I feel like it was really a dark. story that needed to be set up to explain why she reaches out to him at the beginning of New Hope. Yep. I feel Fair like that's enough. what the entire mm. purpose of the series was, was to tell a story that explained that element of it. Yep. Um, that being said, I loved it. I didn't want to show about Luke. I'm, I'm done with Me Luke. Neither. I've yeah. had enough of Luke. Fair I, enough. I wanted more Leia. Like, and I got to say, like, I, I've been discussing this with a few other people who basically are all, like, in... We hate child actors. Fuck child actors. They're horrible. <laughs> don't I don't fuck love child her. actors. I absolutely love this little girl as Leia. She was... Yeah, I, I hate how every child in a television show has to be so fucking precocious. Like, can we let a child act like a child instead of a child acting like an adult all the time? But other than that, I think she did a really fucking phenomenal job, and I loved the chemistry between I, her I and you. I think the reason like, you don't want to see or people don't want to show children acting as children in a television show is because kids are really fucking annoying, yeah. especially when they aren't yours. Yeah. <laughs> and but like, and most of all for her, I gotta say, like, I'm super impressed with the visual effects in the show because the way they de-aged and relive uh, realived Carrie Fisher is unbelievable. <laughs> Um, Vivian Lyra Blair is the act name of the actress. She was really good. She might have been the best. Actor you have a confused series, series. Okay. She, right? She like, she was phenomenal. Um, yeah. she was great. She, the amount she, of screen time she had, mm -hmm. for, like she was consistent, right? Like, yes, mm -hmm. yes. And she was compelling she was whenever she was on screen, and she felt mm -hmm. like Leia yeah. in every scene she was in. Yeah. I, I right thought she was a moment of her running through the forest. I was like, I love this girl. Like, mm -hmm. I I love this character. I thought she was a little precocious, but I'd not to the point where I disliked her. And yes, I totally agree. She was a very even, uh, well played character. She was she was good. For those as that, someone yeah. who doesn't really like kids, like genuine, like I thought she was great. Yeah, yeah she was fine. Um, for those that didn't, oh, Luke that, was a little shit, but whatever. Yeah, Luke. Yeah, Luke of course, Luke's gonna be a little right? shit. For those yeah. that have oh, seen man, Clone Wars, are you gonna tell me she's <laughs> no, but it doesn't even make fucking sense anymore. The things he complains about. Anyway, yeah. we'll get to it. For those that have seen Rebels and have seen younger Leia, how did uh, she fit in? Like, did it fit? Did it seem to gel? Was, I felt it, it was felt like really a, there good. a five year old Leia, and, or was Rebels after this? Rebels is after Rebels this. Is after so, this. So, so she was a teenager. She, so it's about like four is years. She before. In, I didn't know she was in Rebels. I haven't watched the whole thing. About four years before um, A New Hope. So we have so like she's like fifteen ish. Or so still precocious. Still felt like Princess Leia. What'd you think? Hawk, I know you watched um, Rebels. Yeah, I'm trying to remember that uh, Leia and Rebels. Like, you know, I'm kind of blanking here. So she's the one who stole the ships that they ended up um, crashing into that circle thing in oh, Rogue shit, One. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you didn't yeah. look. You don't look impressed. Leia stole <laughs> ships that they crashed in Rogue One. Yeah, she gave them to the to the. Oh God, why I say resistance? Uh, to the rebellion. Oh, rebellion. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm those were hammerhead cruisers, else. weren't they? Didn't they use hammerhead cruisers to push yeah. star a star destroyer into the? Yeah, the hammerhead right? cruisers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, I've called them a while since I seen that one. That's so. fair. That's cool. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Um. Well, we did. Uh, we do. We do have the returning Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan. So 
how did he feel? He like, how did he, he fit fine. back in? Is, was, he con- oh, is he contractually obligated at this point to always say hello there that way? I think everyone. He, I, yeah. But he, I wanted it, I will fully admit. Yeah. I mean, say the line, Bart, say it. <laughs> he said Come it on. like he, how it is that it. it I waited the it. whole damn show for that. I mean, it was... I love that. I love that they waited until the end it. to do it yeah. too. Like, I thought I they was going to do the first too. thing. I just wonder. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, at this point, was it like, did somebody come up to him and be like, if, you have if to you're say not it that making way. a movie or a TV show because of memes, what the fuck are you doing? Well, okay. Morbius. To be, oh, <laughs> oh Morbid, God, it is damn it. Time, I was so. just out of Morbid time. Fuck, <laughs> fuck you, man. Okay. So, um, I will say, in case it gets lost, um, I. I yeah, a lot of Star Wars is memes, a lot of Star Wars is references. But I will say that this movie, uh, sorry, television series, offended me less than Solo and Rogue One in that a lot of the Easter eggs were a lot less heavy-handed, and I felt that they they blended a lot better. You know, so yeah, there were totally Easter eggs, totally references, and hello there was like a thing that we were all waiting, like we all knew that was going to happen. You know, and but I loved it, they saved it for literally like almost the last line in the and series. and it made <laughs> sense, right? And he's talking to Luke, right? Like they didn't force it in somewhere else, you know. Yeah. So to me, like on that level, yeah, I mean, fan service, it, it was much better than than other connectors. Yeah, I, anyway. I liked when he said it to uh, Dr. Cornelius and Ponda Baba that were just randomly there. Sorry, just, Steve. Sorry, Steve. You're just trying to... God damn it. He is like God. just a couple years damn younger it. than Alec Guinness was when he filmed A New Hope. Isn't that crazy? He looks so good. Like, I Well, don't people know. eat and like exercise, eat better and exercise now. Like, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that, that is and amazing. you know, people like Al Guinness like actually went through the war. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and like Ewan McGregor wasn't like in Afghanistan or something. So. <laughs> that's like, true. What did we think of Obi-Wan's uh, journey through the force? Like he was sort of separated from it at the I beginning. The I, yeah, I, I love, good arc. I love the approach, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, starting him where he was in that, you know, he's like disconnected from the force because he's basically afraid of being found out. He's afraid Get of like drawing out of retirement right yeah mm. yeah but it also was a- disconnecting himself to, to because he knew he had a job to do protect yeah. luke you know so he disconnected any sort of attraction to the force or that from himself didn't want to draw any attention and by the end he was you know the the obi-wan we know we'll talk about I, that I, fight later <laughs> i'm i'm the probably the most aggressive you know when it comes to like this sort of retconning or trying to like slot stuff in and i do feel that it made sense for him to have separated himself and to, I mean, to me, the story arc was they lost, right? And mm-hmm. it wasn't even so much that he had separated himself. It was just that defeat, you know, that had kind mm-hmm. of broken him. So yep. he knew he still needed to look after Luke, but he was broken, you know, and, and, and through the journey of meeting Leia, this precocious kid, you know, who's just sort of, you know, all in it. And then Tala later, you know, like these people help him regain you know, uh, I he's think focused. It gave and I think that that was a hope. good arc. That's yeah, mm, for sure. Perfect. Perfect. A new, yes. a, yeah. A, a new hope, a new hope. Well, I don't sure, think the yeah. Obi-Wan we meet at the beginning of the series, I don't think he would have been prepared to train no. Luke at all. No, 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 no. they did a really good job. Like even McGregor was able to like really play a character that had gone through something and it, it makes sense. Like it fits, you know? Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, no, I had no problems with it. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad he came back and, and at, was able to pick up the character. Yeah. At the beginning of the series, if he was to train Luke, he'd be riddled with the thoughts of I'm turning this, I'm going to just turn this kid into another Anakin. Yeah. Whereas and he sees that. the influence yes. that he has on Leia and how well she turns out by the end of the series. And it's like, yes. Oh, okay. Like I can do this. It, it's not me. It's him. 
Mm-hmm. But he, yeah, yeah he also, that's a really good point. That's a really good point. But he also yeah. realizes that they're also the product of the parents that are raising them, like throughout that adventure. Yeah, so he realizes really that you know that's a, you have and they made Owen. You, yes, but you also have your mother in you. Like, <laughs> yeah. I did see a great bit on YouTube where someone was talking about like Owen and Brew raised the Jedi. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> it's like because they are like they're good people. They, you know, obviously they're not the same as um, uh, what the Organa family. Like they're much poorer, they live in a much worse environment. But they're more they're humble good, about it. Yeah, but they're much good. You know, they're very good people, and you kind of see that a little bit in A New Hope, where you know he's like, I don't know, like I, you know, I love this kid, but I'm super worried that he's going to be like his dad, and his and the mom's like, yeah, but like maybe he has the good parts. Yeah, you know. Yeah. No, that's good. No, actually, yeah, like I liked I like seeing uh, um, Leia's parents in the first episode and obviously great to see Jimmy Smith's and um, yeah, it was kind of nice to see that continuity and to expand on that. And yeah, I agree with with, with David in that you kind of get to see like the parenting approach of two different sets of parents, but they both they're both good, right? Like yeah. there was nothing really wrong with either, right? One is a little bit overprotective and another one is sort of like, look, we're in this world, the Senate, it's political, you know, mm-hmm. but you know, there's realities, right? Yeah. And you don't have to succumb to those things and you just have to be smarter about it, right? So it was very interesting in that they kind of like made both parents more legitimate because honestly, before this, yeah, I always thought Owen and, and Baru were totally illegitimate, you know? Now, I will say they kind of made them a little too heroic, but it was nice to see Owen caring so much, mm. you know, because you don't get that impression, right, from the movie. So it was nice to know that he, in his own way, was like, yeah, Ben, piss off because I know what's better for the kid because I give a shit about this kid, right? Yeah. And I know what you did with Anakin, right? And that was an interesting and, again, in-universe thing that made a lot of sense to me. Yeah, I think he thought that Luke was more, or not Luke, that Obi-Wan was more concerned about the Force aspect of Luke than sure. the actual kid of him. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, yeah, he's the only fair. one that's powerful enough to defeat, you know, the Emperor Vader, so that's what we have to train, but we don't have to care about no it totally makes sense i mean his half brother totally became darth vader i mean well he doesn't know that but like got involved with a lot of you know horrible shit you know so i I mean presumably the presumably the people of tatooine know that like a jedi showed up and just murdered a whole fucking village of tuscan raiders which in in the case of tatooine some people don't give a shit right because they view them as raiders and some people are like well that's fucked up somebody just came and murdered a bunch of people on the planet we leave on and then fucked (laughs) off whoa so, yeah that's fair um well we might yeah, as well no, no, I don't think we might as well talk about the, the man himself hayden christensen returning as darth vader and anakin um what did we think of that him coming back huh? no everyone's just like it wasn't, hey, I, it, it wasn't it, offensive hayden christensen, it was fine like it's yeah i, I thought he got to show that he's up. a good actor right like you got to show the part where he's it's not he, when he's given dialogue he can Act. Yes, yeah. I thought the same thing. Like he was a good actor beforehand, and then he went into the prequels and was like, "Okay, I guess faster and more intense is how I have to act." Um, like I, w- I was happy to see him return, and I have shit on him so many times yeah. on this podcast and that over those performances. Every other episode, you know? I think. Yeah, every other episode, <laughs> than that. But no, uh, the scenes, the scenes where we actually see him, especially that DH version where he's having the, with the tr- sparring match with Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. Great, it was wonderful. I think when he uh, when the mask gets cut in half and the um I killed 
Anakin. That I think that's probably some of the best acting mm. he's ever done. Dude, the smile on his face is so creepy. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't no. you don't see Hayden Christensen. I don't. I've never seen him in a role where he's playing someone like creepy before. Mm. Yeah, but man, that was. I I wasn't as impressed with Aiden Christensen as you guys, but at the same time, like I was saying earlier, I wasn't like annoyed with him because I thought it was really good for him to come back and he embraced the character. And I wish they kind of de-aged him a little bit more. Like she, you could see levels, the you, know? you could see the wrinkles. Yeah, yeah, it was a little bit funny, but um, but no, no, I, I I thought it was really admirable that he came back and took the role seriously and expanded on the role. I mean, that's all I ever ask for when they do this sort of thing. You know, yeah. not totally like fuck up a character and. Yeah, unlike Rogue One in, in Solo, I, I, I thought this was very neutral and acceptable. So, yeah, no, yeah. Hayden Christensen, I, I love the guy. He I, was in, uh, what was it, Life is a House. That was a very good yeah. movie. Watch that, you know. But. No, I liked him because I, I felt like this was a great redemption for him because I feel like he has not looked fondly on those movies yeah, back. And I true. think that he doesn't like the way that, that they went. And I think this was a great opportunity <laughs> for him to kind of retroact a lot of the hatred Yep. that not only the fans had but that he had with it let him yeah, like true. come back and replay the character properly and i think that was a it was a great redemption for him i can't, yeah. I can't i'm happy arc, yeah. they didn't overuse him though i'm happy that he was in it as much yep. as he was yeah. like yep. i i'm i feel bad for many star wars actors because so many of them get shit on and i feel like hayden christensen was one of those people that they're just like you know what fuck that guy you got to be anakin skywalker and he, you know we 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 critique but what Some I liked are... the most was the relationship between Vader and and Obi Wan in this, where <laughs> you could tell that he's still Anakin in there. He's still that impassive, impulsive kid who who you know wants to do it his way and gets his ass kicked by the end. So it was almost like this was one final lesson from from Obi Wan before he becomes the Vader we know. Yeah, almost like, like when I left you, I was a learner, but now I yeah. am the master. I, I, was like, I really yeah. thought I knew everything and eh. you came and taught me one final thing. And yeah. it's like, oh, you're right. I am too impulsive. Let me learn how to do this right and kick everyone's ass from now on. I also think that for people who've only seen the movies, the lightsaber dual practice in episode five was the first time we saw them actually as friends, <laughs> like playful friends, right? Because yes. most yeah. of the time they're so like, don't, don't do this, Anakin okay master yeah. i'm sorry and like there's a lot of fighting in the prequels and you never really get the yeah more of the relationship friends. they have in the clone wars series yeah than, than yeah the he, he, he always says you were my brother anakin but it's like well you really were kind you of really? just a bossy ass motherfucker to him yeah. so yeah I don't, no I don't no i mean this is one of the reasons why i think eric really wanted me to watch this because i haven't watched the clone wars um so i am purely going from movie to movie and this is the bridge between them and yeah, I felt I felt that there was a, a natural progression there, like because I mean, obviously, we all know they're going to fight again, right? And and so it was interesting to sort of see like where this dynamic would go. And and yeah, I think I think it was an interesting way that they they uh, managed to evolve that relationship because it it was nowhere right until they met again, right? Yeah. A couple times. It's kind and, of nice yeah. now that when you think about it, like they have like three duels. Yes. Like instead of like one in one, it's like, no, there's like a, there's a, there's an arc to them, right? Where it's like Obi-Wan yep. defeats him. And then Anakin's like, no, I'm going to beat you this time. And he's like, I'm not going to cut you in half, but you know, I'll, I'll throw rocks <laughs> although, at although you. I, <laughs> although when we get to the specifics, I will say I, in my notes, my drunken notes, I did say that this is the first time I've ever encountered a uh, plot fire. Uh, so I hope we, we, we get to that. The, that um, he actually, uh, Hayden Christensen, actually watched all of Clone Wars to get a sense of this nice. brotherhood between Obi-Wan nice. and Anakin. Because, like, 
he heard it from George, but he never got to experience the never whole story. It. And all those stories were from Dave and uh, George. So that was I think a... there's also some really good, good cut good. stuff from episode three that we've seen deleted scenes of. Like mm-hmm. where, you know, there's the whole scene where they're they're surrounded by droids or whatever. And then they do like their little like baseball signs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you're like, well, like, that's not something like that's something that takes immediately that scene tells you, oh, they've worked together a lot. They understand each other. They can communicate without, you know, words. And that's totally out of the movie. So you it's, it's a whole facet of the relationship you miss that obviously you get if you do the Clone Wars and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, so another thing that this series has done is that they expanded a lot of the the universe into live action that we hadn't seen before. The Inquisitors were introduced in I know I see Steve shaking his head, in these in the Clone War no, in the Rebels. Yes. As these uh, former Jedi, or at least Force welder, wielders, who end up hunting the 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 remaining Jedi that are across the universe. They're also a big part of uh, Fallen Order, the Star Wars game, starring Cal Kestis. Yeah, Cal Kestis. Um, uh, also, the the main one in the series, number th- th- uh, two, one. What's what's Reva's? Number third sister. Oh my god, I can't remember. Yeah, so sort of like the main thing. What did you guys think of the Inquisitors being brought brought into life? Before before Steve goes, um, I did not give a shit about the Inquisitors or anything to do with their part of the storyline. Couldn't have cared less. In fact, if anything, it was just in the way of me wanting to watch more of obi-wan and leia and hayden christensen like i i, I texted marcus during the the final episode i was like you know what i don't really care about this Reva thing <laughs> the no. end. yeah so the, cut, I, the cut that you showed me where they did the music from um episode from three. Uh, episode ba- three battle of heroes yeah yeah that was way better because it was just a straight cut of the vader and obi-wan uh confrontation at the end and that was the that's what i wanted to see i don't want to see ray like reva going through like that was all bullshit like it was it was pointless we knew nothing was going to happen to luke we knew rue and yeah. owen were going to be fine and all i thought was like who cares what is this is she like what? and i understand why they're doing it they want to set up another series with her or something uh, but i don't care i want nothing. i don't i don't give a shit about her character or her character's arc yeah. none of it matters to me and, and like even all of the inquisitors couldn't care less they were a footnote i did that's, not care that's the hardest part about doing a show like mm-hmm. this is because you want to have that secondary storyline in there to have that like extra tension and, and things that are going on but it, it there's no stakes when we know who lives and dies like, well, I mean, like we know like other than the minor uh, characters we're just being introduced to it's like oh, who gives a shit like but we know uh, nothing's happening to obi-wan we know nothing's happening to luke and leia we know nothing's uh, happened to, to <laughs> owen and baru like it's there's no stakes uh, excuse it. me owen finally got his limp <laughs> i i like i like the inquisitors a lot i like them from the previous media and i thought they're formidable formidable uh villains but in this medium they just sort of didn't do anything Mm -hmm. no that's what i wanted to ask you about sorry you say that but you're not the guy who like 
like they just like impaled or hung. That's or whatever, true. They right? did. Like, they did hunt two. Jedi like oh, they didn't one. kill our heroes. It's like yeah, it's not. Like, it's not twenty four. They're not gonna kill but off like, like a main the character. The fifth no, brother no. just stood around a lot. He didn't even light his lightsaber. Like yeah. why would he, why would they not run after that Jedi in the first? He was episode? waiting for Dom Toretto to show up. You know, family and all. I don't even know what the fuck you guys are talking about. The okay, look, episode. I didn't. I didn't watch Rebels, but my notes all through the first three episodes was just like. Who are these like third grade cartoon Saturday morning villains? Like they talk so much smack, and it's There's everything Starstream is and Soundwave and Scorponok on Earth. <laughs> like Black Arachnia, all I could think Tarantulas. About for the two first two episodes, and I'm not gonna fight you guys in three and four or five and six. Five, five and six are fine, but the first two episodes, I was like, they pay, they paid four billion dollars for this and they couldn't hire they couldn't hire like david fincher or just somebody who could do this in a way that would make them actually menacing the inquisitors didn't need to say shit if they had said nothing in the first episode and just walked into that bar just imagine this like i'm nobody okay i don't know fuck about writing okay but just imagine this right me this asshole and it was nothing about writing if they had walked in and everyone went, right? And they didn't they didn't make Keep all this like, fuck. well, I had this guy and I had this guy. And oh yeah, we're going to like, <laughs> we're going to make the Jedi hunt themselves. What the fuck? What the fuck? No, honestly, the, the Inquisitors almost didn't get me past episode two. Don't run out of popcorn, Brent. Don't run out. Like Riva. Oh my God. Okay, look, I don't know what's going to happen with Riva. I know she's going to get her own show. But she was terrible. I'm sorry. I like her backstory. Backstory's fine. I think but her like her like all worth it to watch you. Like her like weird, Vader struggly voice. Her with one arm behind his back though. And, no, like, no, it wasn't worth it. Totally worth it for me. No, it wasn't <laughs> worth so it. Cool. It wasn't worth it because I this this takes me to my second point. This is my second my my Star Wars gripe. Why does everyone who uses a lightsaber stick it in? and then pull it out very carefully so there's a perfectly cauterized wound. Just churn the fuck out of them, man. Just make sure they're fucking dead. How many people, how how much of this plot would have not occurred if people had just done, eh, eh, right? It'd be over, right? We wouldn't have gone past episode three. The entire say, body that did that motion was off screen right there. So Steve, even more so. Nobody did that. Their Inquisitor blades rotate right they could have just stuck it in and turned it on yeah exactly be like three easy pieces right no no no. anyway anyway, anyway, whatever spinning is actually the dumbest thing they've ever done with a lightsaber because you can't tilt it at all if you tilt it down you cut yourself in half it was was cool to see vader totally fuck that up because it was sort of like yeah i always thought it was kind of dumb but I haven't actually watched Rebels, so I mean, I know it looks intimidating. And they can but fly with anyway, it. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> Could you imagine um, if Steve got his way and, and then in the middle, we're watching episode five and they stick it in, and all of a sudden the extra one comes out and they spin, and it's just body parts and blood well, war flying everywhere. Well, it's, like, it's, it's Star Wars by way of the hokey pokey, where you stick the lightsaber <laughs> in and you're Tarantino you're Star Wars. Around. Okay, guys. All right. Fifth episode. I have a note here. <laughs> Vader splits her yeah, lightsaber them. and gets two yeah. yeah and beats her with yeah. two in hand and he awesome. doesn't do this like like he did before they to weren't. Do, he, he wasn't went, trying to it. kill he, her he was just trying to break her not kill he was her trying to they break her so that like her. grand inquisitor can come out and go like hello and then like you know revenge will keep <laughs> you alive long enough 
for you to do some bullshit and get your own the television best show. Part of the show, show dude. That's what revenge is. The best Hello. part of the show. I, I, I have a new dream. I have a new thing of what I, re- I really want to see. And as I just want to see Steve playing the Grand Inquisitor doing that exact voice. Hello. <laughs> Yes, I would be so much better as a grand That is my new wish for the world. So much, they all talk so much. So anyway, that was my main critique of the whole series. You've gotten it all right there, okay? I just I hated the Inquisitors. They were just really Saturday morning cartoons, and I'm like, they could have just been intimidating. I mean, yeah, okay. When Vader shows up, why is he intimidating? He doesn't say jack shit, and he just fucking kills everybody right look at that guy he hasn't said anything you know he's gonna do something cool marge just look at him he's just standing there (laughs) (laughs) can i just say that i love that there's tagalog in the in the twitch chat right here hello game wandering that's awesome Yay, Filipino Star Wars fans. Um, the Inquisitors, like in in Rebels that we've seen so far, were such a big menace that um, they ended up fighting Maul in the, in it as well, right? Oh, like okay. there yeah. there were such good battles. The fifth brother, who we actually see in this series, ends up dying by by Maul's hand. So, okay. like they yeah, were. Well, actually I, I honestly Maul. was having notes. If we know anything from the Fast and the Furious, he'll be back in a few movies later. Oh, oh. Um, no, I made notes and I was like, who are these assholes? I hope they're better in the cartoon because they they are just ridiculous. And in the game, they're so so good too. It's so sad because they are in the canon universe. They are forced to be reckoned with in this series. I don't know why they're just regular people though. But even even like even Fallen Order, like in the video game Fallen Order, I the the Inquisitors are much better and like more more terrifying in that game. And when they showed up in this, like like exactly kind of like what Steve said, like that first show up, it's like okay. Do you know how the Jedi hunt? We hunt them, and they hunt themselves. That whole spiel was just kind of like. Okay. Yeah. So, so, and then Riva, like losing her shit every five seconds. I'm like, what the fuck is this? What the hell? Like, like, but like, it's just, it it was, it's, it's a case of like, here's how we make a character that we want everybody to like later unlikable. Mm -hmm. Like, she, it didn't matter what her, like, her story arc is a good idea. Mm -hmm. The way she played the character or the way she was directed, I don't know which it was. But completely turned me off her. Like I'm, I don't give a shit. Yeah. What happens to I, her character? No, it's, it's unearned. That's I, all the yeah. thing. All four Inquisitors were unearned. That's that's what it is. And like I, I get that they're supposed to be like these characters, but it just it didn't come across. And like I said, they just needed to just say less yeah. and just do more. So you know, that's it. Yeah. So I watched Start all away. six today again, and like I was watching it particularly for uh, Riva's story because. When I saw it the first time, I was like, oh, shit, she's that little girl. And then obviously they're going to expand on her storyline so that I can get to know her. But throughout the whole series, there was nothing that like made me attached to her at any point. Even when we we talked to Obi-Wan at the end, like when they start talking about how (laughs) she was there when Obi-Wan, you know, well, not Obi-Wan, when Anakin killed everyone and she had to hide amongst their bodies. I still didn't deal with her at that point. Here's a question, though. Because none of us have survived a mass shooting as a That's kid true. in school, which is basically what Reva's character. Know me. Well, which is dark. I do. Uh, which is what that's what Reva's character is. Yeah. She's a child who survived a mass shooting, and that's going to identify for a lot of people who aren't a bunch of white dudes on a podcast. Sorry, okay. Steve. Sorry, Eric. I, <laughs> I just. Fair uh, enough. I, I, just, I still my, think my she sucks. Am I right? right? <laughs> <laughs> My so issue with her is, like, is it's dark. the color grading, Marcus. It's the color grading. 
I really felt Caucasian like I, I can I can also have a beard. Yeah, it's very the... bright in there, Mark. You're one of us today. Yeah. Um, yeah. So <laughs> you, you have your dad's side right now. Um, so my issue with her is like I think I I love the idea of a character who was one the of the young ones who survived and why and I yeah. love that. I think it was just so poorly executed to where her character was nothing more than a plot device. Where yeah, she and- had to think and feel a certain act a certain way when it was convenient for pushing Obi Wan's story forward and like, nothing else. I they get- wanted us to care about a character who was there for nothing more than a plot device. Like- I get that all shows and all movies use plot devices, and you always have to suspend your your belief to a certain degree. But my when I get into rants, it's when they really screw it up and they didn't really need to in this case. And yeah, I absolutely agree, Brent. Her story arc in principle, like what David said, is it's a fine story arc. Mm-hmm. But the way they used her was just so like yeah. like third grade. I, I, I don't know how else to put it. And like, uh, what the fuck was my note on what, this? And what like, was with the whole final sequence of her going out? Yeah, wait, even why if you're not, even go even after if you're Luke, not a fan of Star Wars, even if you're just a mild mannered fan of Star Wars, you know nothing happens to Luke. Why the fuck are we creating this whole tense so, sequence? I'm gonna, oh, okay. She might kill him. What is she going to do? Oh, my God. We know she's not going to do anything. It's a fucking pointless sequence. I do want to add a point where people are going to, like, excuse it and say, oh, you know, it's Star Wars. It's always oh, for it's kids. It's to show her like, redemption art. We don't care about her redemption. We don't care about her as a character. Like I caught myself. I didn't say the word. But dumb kid <laughs> is not what we should be making shows for. You can make shows for people i still right? don't think this but was for I, kids i still no. Don't. well this is just it right I, but i don't want anyone saying oh it's it, it's <laughs> always for kids so it doesn't matter if the characters make sense no 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 no. That, 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 that's also kids are very smart exactly the reason why some things stand out is they respect the kids right as opposed to the stuff that we're all going to forget about and 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 this was a case where those villains were just like pantomime like oh my god all right i, I got one more note when leia was being chased by like those whatever you want to call them bounty hunters by the red yeah. hot chili peppers what the hell like, i didn't even what did you say sir what did you say the red hot chili peppers oh nice i had to actually look this up because i didn't watch i didn't watch power rangers those fucking assholes were the Balkan skull of Star Wars now. They're running into tree branches and shit. Like, <laughs> what the hell, man? Sorry. This is what I mean when I say, when they say they gear towards kids and that. It's that, almost that, like they, they put soft edges around certain action scenes. That, and not soft that, edges. That sequence, you know, that, that sequence it, where she's running away from them was just fucking goofy. Yeah, that's just like, for dummies. They don't, trust, for anybody. They don't trust for kids dummies. to be able to take certain certain like, you know. No, they don't trust the audience. Anybody. It's not even yeah. for kids. You can say yeah. it's like, oh, kids are dumb. No, no. They just they just they don't are. know how to write more I mean, shit. It's, it's terrifying when Needles is chasing you, man. Needles. I think... <laughs> I think the I, I think the Obi Wan story aspect of the show was made for adults. It was made for us fans of Star Wars, and I think the Inquisitors were made for kids because we're worried that Darth Vader might not be scary enough for new audiences. So we have to put scary new characters in there, and we have to make toys. So we got to make. Them- them look cool for toys and that's all the purpose that the that the inquisitors served in this the, the cool thing about the inquisitors Terrible. in the in the Terrible. cartoons and in the the video games is that they're always trying to one-up each other and that they were trying to gain fav- favor 
to Darth yeah. Vader. And yeah, in this, you, we when sort you, of see will, that. Yeah, we sort of see that. Although when I thought it was the worst. how the Sith operate, they make a lot of sense. If you play the Old Republic games yeah. or if you read the books about Sith and stuff like that, like they are Sith to a T. They're a bunch of self-serving idiots and they always stumble their way until yeah. one yeah. of them ends up dying on a Jedi's blade. Happens every they, time. And right? they all die. They will always all oh, die yeah. in the end. But yeah. like... The, you know at least the games and like the cartoons have have made it like enjoyable to watch them and like i don't know if they all die in the end i think some of them do survive I, throughout the well rebellion. i loved the grand inquisitor I my my I main my main complaint when i was in my drunken rant last week and i was typing was that like i don't know whether i'm actually evil in real life or not but these assholes don't know what they're doing if you're gonna if you don't like that guy don't tell him to his face the whole thing, the saying is revenge is a dish best served cold. Not well, that's Star Trek. Can't... You can't introduce that to this fandom. <laughs> not not like he that. who talks smack last. He didn't wins, do it in okay? like, fine. They just didn't need to fucking announce how much they hated each other. If Reva had not outright just sort of like but been like, you're forgetting oh, that hate you. is the fuel for the dark side. So if I can hate, hate. more than someone else, hate is then different. Maybe... Stupid. Okay, and I caught myself Steve again. Said at the beginning of the podcast, we wouldn't get him to this point. He good. said, "I no, won't get to that point." I think it's so good, and we'll um, get him to this point. So, you made popcorn, friend. I mean, I feel obligated at this point. So, regarding uh, the chase, uh, the game wanderer on Twitch said, "I think the chase scene was a real life limitation, though. Like Leia's actress can't run that fast." More so than them trying to cater uh, that scenes oh, for oh, kids. Oh, for the oh, actress, but, like, kids can't yes. run that fast. It's like you know. no, we also, can all make. But it was goofy. It's a fucking story. Goofy's like, oh, it's a tree branch that's six inches off the ground, and they're they oh we can't get over like I said, got away, oh foiled again, like billion dollars. They could have hired Steven Spielberg himself, and that scene. Uh, Well, his next point, Senor Senor Spielberg. They could have hired any number of oscar nominated, not even winning, but nominated actors. (laughs) They could have got Ryan Johnson and. Okay, I'm gonna get noodles. I'll be back. Oh, they could have they could have shot that so it wasn't for <laughs> dumb kids. I caught myself again. Like you don't need to make stuff dumb. All right, you can just make it, and it just is. Okay. But <laughs> that, that Ryan Johnson thing that was too far. No, I'm getting no, no, noodles. No, no. Okay, go get your noodles. I, I will talk. Brent, can we, can Brent, we, hold on, Brent. Brent, we need this to end at some point because I gotta go to bed and, yeah, and go to yeah. work tomorrow. Yeah, let's Ryan Johnson it. will always work. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. I need a t-shirt with that quote. All right. Remember it. I will design it later. Okay. So (sighs) we have to talk about the path because it is a very important thing to this series. Um, It it also has a bunch of the characters that we get to know. We get to meet Haja Estri, played by Kumail Nanjiani, um, Tala Durith, played by Indira Varma, and then we meet O'Shea Jackson's character, Roken. What do we think about this like underground railroad aspect to Star Wars? Like, it, I don't oh, remember them ever, ever talking about it before. So, I, it no, but of... I feel like this is the fuel for the rebellion. This, yeah. this is what like starts to like. This is like the rebellion is this, and from this, it's like all the little yeah. fingers and like they're starting to spread. Like, this is the start of what Leia ends up joining part yeah. of. Like, it's it's all of this mm-hmm. is the catalyst. It's like it symbolically all. the like the roots of everything. Like it yeah. started underground and, and blossomed up. Like I, I thought where it, the rebellion began. It is a wonderful little thing. And then seeing like their their broken down ships that they're trying to, you know, rebuild and repurpose for the Empire. And we get to see the snow speeders show up, which was which are like ships that haul garbage. I thought that was that was awesome. Um 
And like later on, we get to see Leia, you know, build the rebellion even more with Ahsoka and, you know, a couple other people from Rebels. So it was a nice little tie in to all of these things. I thought that was really. I think it was a nice light touch because they didn't, they weren't like super heavy handed. They didn't show the rebel symbol on everything. Like, not the rebellion, right? It's the, it's, I can read it as the seeds of the rebellion. And, and yeah, it makes sense in the in game universe, you know? And, and this is sort of the stuff where I like, I'm not super offended by the series because it didn't break anything, but I still see a lot of the potential. Where like, what's that next series with that guy from Rogue One? The Andor. 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 My first comment on the first episode because like it was dark, right? Inquisitors are showing up on Tatooine and just like you know abusing people, and I'm like, man, if they had actually made this serious, I could see Andor. But right now, if they do it like Episode One and Two, holy fuck, that show's gonna fail because. They took us to like a dark world, you know, where like that girl was just saying, yeah, you know what? You just do drugs. You never leave. Like there was there was an essence of where the Empire took the galaxy, mm-hmm. but they still didn't quite direct it the right way. So I hope with Andor, they do what I said and just like four billion dollars. mofos. they could hire anybody, hire anybody. They could hire like Steven, they could hire Scorsese for 10 minutes. OK, well, that's so, OK. Do we want for eight seconds? Do we want to talk about Deborah Chow? Because like she was a showrunner director for most of the okay. episodes on here. She I did actually didn't look up. Great. I actually she did yeah, she directed yeah. all of them. I didn't actually look up anybody, so I figured you guys would defend that position more, but I don't really know her <laughs> background. Yeah. Like she did a lot of great work for the man on the Mandalorian, like some of those episodes. She did like The Sin, which was episode three in season one, which is like probably my favorite episode from that season. Yeah, I blame uh, the writers more than the director, frankly. I, I kind of feel that, right? Yeah. You know, her influences were fantastic for the, like going back then, you know, like for, you know, you know, you could see like bits of Yojimbo in the way she presented that episode. And that. Yeah. I didn't I didn't feel that a lot in this in the series. Well, I feel like direction. there was a lot visually um that she shot really well. Like can you imagine the, fi- the, fi- the, the final fight? episode? The, fight the final at the episode. End. Yeah. Every every, every, every yeah. single bit of cinemata- cinematography in that was just amazing. I loved every bit of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the last two landed. The first four were mild. The problem is you can't just make the last two. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is what we want, fact. but it's not yeah. what they will make. I, I yeah. think the last three also were a lot more tighter because they ended up bringing on Andrew Stanton from Pixar to tighten up those scripts and help. And add to it's it. Script writing. It really is. It really is. And he's like, what did he stuff, do? You don't need to spell everything out, right? Like that's that's really my main critique. You he, know? like they just <laughs> he wrote like Toy Story Four, Finding Dory, Toy Story Three, Wall-E. Like he is yep. a an amazing writer. So that's definitely thing. Let's. He fuck. knows how to hit you in the feels. Yeah, exactly. Let's talk about those that last episode, that last battle, because mm-hmm. um, they showed a practice battle between them in episode the, the previous episode episode five and a lot of the parallels from that fight end up happening in the the final battle and there's a lot more emotion in that fight rather than that you know that first little dragging obi-wan well, in the fire and thing and we see in episode three two three two yeah three 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 um yeah yeah what did you guys we have to talk about that last battle. Yes, just, just go, Marcus. It was, it was perfect. Okay, okay. It, it was Marcus. it was incredible. It like it showed me so so much of what I've been dying to see in live action. Uh, for one, like seeing Vader move 
with like a little bit more ease and stuff. And like, I, I remember reading a thing where, you know, Vader's costume is supposed to be a punishment. He's not supposed to have the mobility that he used to mm-hmm. have. He's not supposed to be as nimble as he once was, but to see like Vader is supposed to be a little bit more like uh, precise with his moves. But like, this is like, he he was just wild enough and just like calm and centered enough to like fight. Like, especially at the beginning of the fight, he, feels like he's in control he's uh you know you know he's he feels like he knows what he's doing and he's taking obi-wan to the limit and it's incredible it's mm-hmm. awesome there's one moment where he spins around and he like he catches his cape or his cloak or whatever in his arm and kind of uses it as momentum to swing himself around and like back with the lightsaber and i was like fuck that's cool yeah and it's a like i've been waiting to see vader do that for so goddamn long so that was amazing. And then also finally, finally seeing like a Jedi master kind of go- get a little bit tweaked to the point of like, fuck this rocks. <laughs> like I have been waiting for something like that forever. I'm like every single time I'm like, you guys can lift shit and move through stuff and do that. Like you telling me none of you have ever just tried to let loose and just fucking hailstorm somebody and finally got to see it. And like just bombarding the shit out of Vader was incredible and then my favorite thing is like i knew it was happening as soon as i saw it that lunge that jump and lunge and going for the helmet i've been waiting to see that moment in live action since they did it in rebels yep and like i've been dying to see that for real and i loved it i loved the color change from when he's talking as anakin and when he finally is just like i killed anakin i am vader and like everything's red again like the colors and his eye color changing and i love the voice change oh. through that too when the, it kept oh, the mixture in and out between, of his voice oh. and vader's voice he like, did oh. that so well so well. like that that episode made up for all the shit that bothered me from the other episodes and that's why steve like i understand what you're saying like you may not have liked the first couple episodes but dave kind of said it perfectly we can't just jump into that last episode we can't just jump into those last two episodes we need a story to bring us there there were parts of the story that were fine and great i loved leia loved everything about leia and lola and just loved all of that stuff didn't give a shit about the Inquisitors. They needed to be there, I guess. We needed guess. that part of the story. But I mean, really? I, I like they just kept going back to them, and I'm like, oh fuck off with the Inquisitors already. Like, they had their moment. Like I, I could have been so much happier if we were just like dealing with Vader playing someone a game was, of chase. Someone yeah. is gonna make a three hour cut with just the Vader stuff. Oh, it'll be less. It'll that. be amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, I think. Yeah. Really, the the emotional part for us Star Wars fan is the Anakin and Obi Wan relationship. So yeah. adding all of that other stuff didn't really matter because the height no. of that was this battle, and it was it could have been gorgeous, better. Right? The, I mean, if they're going to make a Reva series, the, yeah. the, the, no. I think the thing that about that made me so happy about this fight was that when George Lucas was doing the prequels, or at least before he they released the first one. He always talked about how we're going to finally see the Jedi at the height of the power. This is what the Jedi Knights were supposed to be like. And I was like, okay, cool. They moved a little bit faster and they, they twirled their lightsaber. I was like, all right, I guess. But then we see, then we see Obi-Wan actually using the force. Like Marcus was saying, like it was awe inspiring was what we wanted to see. It was like watching the old Republic cinematics, in real mm-hmm. life, and you're just I like, just holy shit! Them all, dude. So Old good. Republic cinematics. Oh, right. Did you, did you ever watch? Did, did you ever play the that? Oh, what, what was the game with uh, Star Killer? Force, uh, Force, uh, Force Unleashed. Unleashed. Force Unleashed. The first Force Unleashed. 
Yeah, I think so. Yes, like yeah. whichever one where he yeah. fucking pulls down a. Oh, that's the second one. That's, yeah. second that's the beginning. Of the I actually wrote one. that. I wrote that in my notes. I was like, when Vader started to do that with the shuttle, I was like, yeah, Star Killer that shit. Yeah. I actually yeah. wrote that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we, when we were watching it live, I was like, holy shit! It's it yeah. was that sequence and like, like moment, just like boom, pulling down that. Ship, and then he like, pulls off fuck. the the outside wall, and you're like, fucking hell! This is the force I wanted to see. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh my god. Like yeah, like, no, it all made up. I, I think for it, I think that's yeah. like that is what they need to kind of reassess if they're going to give us this kind of stuff. If they're like, I don't know what the future holds. If they are going to do an Obi Wan two or something like that, they can't just half ass it again mm-hmm. after you've shown us that. So if they decide <laughs> too bad for them, oh shit! They've been half assing it the whole time, and they actually accidentally made something that's kind of it, cool. it, it, it's I, interesting. Uh, because we, when we watch Reb- our Rebels later, we know that Obi Wan is still on Tatooine, lo- watching over Luke from a distance. Well, so I would like to see what what season two would I, do. I I really want to see the Obi Wan Darth Maul end. You know? Yeah, that's an I was, amazing. I, I, I yeah. genuinely want to see them go, Mister Parks. Yeah, Mr. Yes. McGregor, please yes. remake the scene from the cartoon for <laughs> That's us. That's the thing. They, they have to do it like cut for cut, scene for scene. They have to do the same fucking scene. I think, I Otherwise, think if, it'll be awful. If Kathleen Kennedy completes fucking completes her process of fucking with Star Wars, they're going to have to. That's the only way that will save Star Wars at this point is to actually bring Parks out of retirement and do that. They did. Scene. He was in console. <laughs> Yeah, but they fucked up so (laughs) Also, did he not do the mocap for Rebels when the he did it it for the Yeah, he did it for real already. Yeah, Yeah. he did it for real already. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, No, no, I I agree with you, Marcus. Like, yeah, no, you know, here's the thing, right? Like, my reason for being pissed off all the time is they don't pay attention to the details. And when you talk about like how like the stances and like Mm. I'm with you, right? Like that's not just us imagining it. It's in canon, it's in character, and that fight was perfect. Yeah. Like so we, I don't go ahead, Eric. Like if we look at Dave's screen, we see Obi Wan doing that the high stance, right? The form the, the actual form three for for actual attacks, right? Like when yep. we see him in Episode Three face off against Darth Vader, and you can see him like with a lower Stop defensive stance. Like these are yeah. all in canon things that are yep. done. It made sense, and ma- they made sense. Dude, and seeing lightsaber, you could switch. Oh my god, style yeah. in Jedi Outcast and yep. Jedi Academy. I remember. You could choose your you fighting guys, style. You guys are you guys are nerding out way beyond what I'm my the scope of what I'm best. <laughs> the seven Everything styles, else, right? Everything oh. else that sucks didn't give a shit. And what we're talking about now does. Yeah. That's my whole point. <laughs> but it's That's like, my yeah. whole point. But it's like okay. poetry. It rhymes. <laughs> I, I also oh, loved... I, 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 I really loved the, the fact that in this fight, they also finally exposed like, something that I've been kind of thinking about forever. I'm like, he, he needs that suit to kind of live. Yeah, it's an iron lung, right? Yeah. yeah, just like fucking attack the suit and like Obi Wan just fucking bashing it with his hilt. That like yeah, oh, whatever. Didn't even slash like, it until later. Yeah. Also, I, something I've noticed awesome. about Vader um, is weirdly enough, even though he's not as dexterous as other fighters, he's more dangerous in open terrain because the way he swings, he's always bouncing off. You see, like like against Luke, Luke gets him in a tight space and Empire, and that's where Luke like actually kind of does some damage against him. And every time like, Obi-Wan gets him in a tight space and just like, 
That's when that's when he gets to you know work his magic and actually like break the respirator. Something yeah, like that. but that's also like the like uh, one of the original um, influences for Darth Vader was like they wanted him his his fighting style to be a little bit more like a samurai. Like he hits once and it's so hard and it's mm-hmm. so good. It's true that that's how he wins. And so I feel like that that's kind of complementary to that idea. Like out in the open, like if he has this wide open st- uh, view in front of him and he knows what he can do one or two good shots and Vader's going to kick your ass, but you, you, you make him feel cramped and like he can't move and he, he has to watch his surroundings and you're going to get a better shot of dealing some damage. God. So good. Yeah. yeah. I, I will say that this, this series has definitely fixed a lot of the issues I had with the prequels and, and some of the things sort of connecting it, to the, to the sequels too. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of weird that way. Like after watching the series, I was like, maybe I will watch Revenge of the Sith again. Like, I don't mind Revenge of the Sith. I, yeah. Look, look dudes, I, I used to, I used to shit on Revenge. I used to shit on the prequels like so much. And then the sequels happen. And I'm like, oh my God, I didn't know how good it was, you know? Cause like, I don't like the sequel. I mean, the prequels in that I feel like it was uh, very limited in scope. The love story is not very good. There's only there's only awful. six planets and three bloodlines. The acting, well, the script wasn't so hot, and I just my biggest disappointment was the potential wasn't there, you know. Um, but at least they didn't totally fuck it up, right? So yeah, no, I agree, I agree. Look, no, that's the thing. This show, I haven't watched. I know. Well, this is again the reason why Eric wanted me to watch this. I haven't really watched Mandalorian. I only watched one episode, and I, I have nothing against it. I like that episode. Look, I got I got issues, man. It's got nothing to do with Star Wars. Okay, I just I just can't deal with shows. All right, I liked it. I liked it, and that's what Candor needs to be, right? Mm-hmm. It needs Candor? to be a serious show set in a serious time, right? Not for dumb kids. Yeah. Okay? On that on that note, like I actually think because like Andor is the perfect example of a show that they can do that. They can take their first steps yeah, yeah, into yeah, sure. being a serious and dark mm-hmm. show because his life is supposed to be nothing but. It's like watching Tinker Taylor Sailor Spy, but in Star Wars. Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy, Eric? Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. It's like the MCU. Some shows can be more for the general public, and some shows can be more, whatever, experimental. I get that. No, it's fair. It's fair. But... um. My main issue with the prequels is that, yeah, it was really like I thought there was going to be a lot more depth to it, and it was a lot more shallow than I personally wanted, and that's that's my own issue with it. Uh, but yeah, yeah, no, no, I agree. I sorry, go ahead. Eric. There is one thing I do want to talk about because I know this is a big a debate on the on the internet, and it's the end of the Obi Wan Darth Vader fight where he doesn't end up killing them, which I think makes sense as as a fan. He's what a did Jedi. you guys think? Yeah, I'm with it. I I felt yeah it was is part the Jedi code and it was part like it's like one last you were my friend this is for Anakin not yeah. for you that I will yeah. spare you but but it's also it's but also that, fucked up but it's also the, the the kind of thing where like in his mind he's like I beat you I've beaten you successfully now and it's like you now know where your place is and I feel like he as a Jedi he thinks oh I can leave it at that of course that's not how it. Works well, he's out. the fucking chosen one. Uh, you know, right? Obi Wan, I'm gonna go build a planet. <laughs> I, I, I still think I'll he. Show you. A big moon. I, I do still think that he 
believes that Darth Vader has a play in that balance of the Force. Um, but also, yeah, as a as a Jedi, he he, yeah, he disarmed him. Like he can't, he couldn't kill him in cold blood. He would have become like Darth Vader, just yeah. like that, right? No, I, I I have continuity problems more so than you guys do. Uh, I don't know whether we'll get to them, but that wasn't one of them. Um, I thought that him. Because, you know, he'd been beaten by Vader in an earlier episode, right? Like four or five, I can't remember. The one with the plot yeah, fire, three, right? Yeah. Three. Three, three plot fire, three, yeah. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and and the arc, the oh, point yeah. of the series, we've got to, like, look at the bigger picture, is is Obi-Wan's return to understanding who he is, right? Because he's lost at the beginning, right? Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, facing his friend, facing his own failure, was it his failure and and defeating vader that's that's all he needs to do right yeah. he doesn't need to kill vader yeah. right so to me like again like i'm i'm super spicy about all this stuff but no it's consistent it makes sense and, and you, i mean yeah, yeah we know he has to live but they didn't force it and he also yeah. calls him darth at the like he'd always call yeah, him call anakin him darth. yeah so he yeah. knows yeah. that yeah, anakin yeah, exactly. i love that, that, I love that he calls him darth because that's the title right here saying it's like you know he's calling him a title he doesn't call him vader because he probably doesn't want to. He's oh, like, sure. I'm not going to call you fucking Vader. Count. Yeah. yeah. No, they count. They count. No, no, that's the thing. Like I said, like that fight, that whole last episode with that fight and the interaction was very well thought out and very much like what what the characters deserved. Mm -hmm. So, I was fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Any final thoughts, Hawk? My you know, closing. Like oh, sorry. Yeah, go for it. Uh, oh, I'm just, my closing <laughs> right. statement would just be that, like uh, all of Star Wars, uh, the best parts are amazing. And uh, there's plenty of stuff that you could just throw in the trash. Yeah, that's true. Hawk, you were saying something? Sorry. Um, yeah, <laughs> got to reiterate what Dave says. Like, I'm there for those really awesome parts and that. And I, there's fluff and that attached to it and that. And fine, I'll just wade through it till I get to what I want. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Steve, anything to say at the end? So many afterthought notes. I'm gonna skip them all. Just I got like all these like weird things that have occurred because of this series, but yeah, whatever. I mean, look, you know what? I, I'm not as forgiving as you guys, but this, like I said at the very beginning, the series didn't fuck up Star Wars for me. Like all, like everything else so far, not having seen Mandalorian, not having seen Boba Fett. Um, Steve. Everything I haven't else seen they, either, either. Steve. So I'm in the same boat as you. Steve. Everything else Steve. they put out has pissed me off, On, and this didn't uh, piss me off. This, like this, attached with everything else. Did you have fun watching this series? Yeah, it was fine. That's it was good. fine. That's the what first I'm... couple episodes were super painful because the Inquisitors were unbearable. They were unbearable for me. But I weathered through, and yeah, no, it it ended well. Um, but yeah, I mean that doesn't save it for me. I'm glad it saves it for you. That's fine. Um, but it, yeah, like I said, it doesn't offend me as much as, as Rogue One, which I also say is something that every Star Wars fan should watch. I'm not saying it's garbage, right? Like it's got good elements, right? Uh, and likewise, this one does too. So yeah, no, this one, this was okay. It's not pride. <laughs> it's less shame. <laughs> Marcus, any final thoughts on the series? Um, I mean, you, you know, I loved it. Um, yeah, I, I really loved it just to get me to that last episode really um and also i, I love the uh qui-gon showing up at the oh, end oh yeah there, we didn't like, even talk know, about this loved yeah. that um i also loved i loved the uh the like 
Vader at the end when when he's walking away from him, his yell of Obi Wan was so awesome, and it I think it outdoes the the Darth Maul, like Obi Wan. Obi Wan. Yeah, it just like it it dethroned that Obi Wan for me, and I was like, ooh, I got a new champion well, here. Vader says Obi Wan. Maul says Kenobi. Oh, Kenobi. Oh, right. yeah. So you can put them together. <laughs> you put them together and make Obi Wan. Kenobi. Kenobi. <laughs> we need to do that right now, guys. Yeah, yeah. Eric, it's already on YouTube. Happening. Yeah, it's already on YouTube. Brent, final thoughts? Uh, yeah, I I enjoyed it. I mean, like I I'm someone who hasn't been able to get into. I have not finished the the sequel trilogy still. That's fine. Um, you're, you're, I you're, haven't you're watched. Fine. I haven't watched anything beyond <laughs> the first couple episodes of Mandalorian season one. I haven't watched anything but the first episode of Boba Fett. This okay, the first we're very Star Wars that. series that actually like pulled me in and made me watch the whole thing because it related to the Star Wars that I grew up with and know mm. and love. I'm interested nice to, to see where a second season would go. I I kind of don't think it's going to get one. Oh, uh, I don't um, think they should. should. Not because yeah, it's don't. it's non deserved or no demand, but I just don't know whether or not they want to tell another story with him. You and McGregor. Uh, but if they do, I'm very curious to know what it is. I'm more curious to know what the fuck was said about me and Tagalog in the chat. Uh, he he just said that um he you brought him here because I he's uh Filipino and like Star Wars. Ah, fair enough. Yeah. So yeah. that that's basically the this. I did tell him moment. to come and talk to you in Tagalog. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it was nice. I was looking down. I was like, "What the fuck, Tagalog?" Um. Yeah. So I I really like this series. I um. It's Hawk. You missed Hawk. Hawk. Did I? No, I talked to Hawk. No, I, 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 I didn't talk. I talked. I spoke after Dave. Yeah. yeah I, I talked oh. over Hawk, and then Hawk went. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. I'm, I'm drunk AF, guys. No, no, it's all good. Um. I I find. Oh, I really like this series. Um, it I find it. I think this is more rewatchable for me right now than The Mandalorian. So, um, I will definitely well, watch this bad. again. They're not that long episodes. They're like forty minutes, thirty forty minutes. So yeah, it's a quick one. Like an hour, hour, and then they started shortening. Yeah, they got That's, I, I wasn't sure I was going to be able to get through them today because I didn't really start until like six o'clock. It was like. Yeah, I got four episodes. Yeah, when you hit the last one, when you hit the last one, I was like, oh, "Yeah, he's gonna make it." It's only forty-five minutes. So you'll be I didn't realize that starting an episode four, it went down to like half an hour. So yeah, I'm, like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm gonna be fine. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Mike, as you were saying. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> That's okay. Um, I I really like this. Um, it's definitely gonna go on my my Star Wars Day watch list. Um, nice. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing Hayden Christensen show up again in Ahsoka, like after his performance in here. So. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with him there. I assume it's going to be some sort of flashbacks to him being Anakin and being her teacher or something like that. Or maybe Force Ghost? I don't know. They do have him as an as a younger Force Ghost now that George yeah, we'll Lucas see. did that. Um, I like that Obi or the Emperor at the end was like, Darth Vader, get your shit together. You don't need to care about Obi-Wan. And I, I thought that was really a nice little thing at the end of there that was kind of funny you really did fuck up because even like the grand inquisitors like uh you know we have oh oh, i actually this is one thing i did look up sorry guys (laughs) (laughs) final final thoughts every star destroyer has 48 tie fighters as standard not including bombers Mm -hmm. okay how hard would it have been to send 24 Fighters after watch, watch that rebels. scene again and watch the Inquisitor's face in the background. He goes, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. The knows what he's doing. Yeah, he absolutely. Knows what he's doing. Like, I'm not saying he's incompetent in that scene. He's like, 
yeah, shit, I want to get strangled. But like, holy crap, they could have just sent a few fighters after those guys. Yeah. I mean, come you know what on. they could have also done? Hired Jason Isaacs to play the Grand Inquisitor again, and they should. Not have that done Ruben that. Friend was bad. No, not that he was bad at all. He did an excellent job. Hello. 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 Um, but that being said, um, <laughs> I'm glad that most of us pretty, I think we all pretty much enjoyed the series. And I think that's the best thing about it. Like we're all yeah, more Star the positive Wars. and the negative. Yeah. Ideas. We're all Star Wars um, fans at I various think, ranges. I think we all agree. The best parts outweigh the worst parts. For exactly. It, would, it seems that way. 100%. Um, Unlike I, episode two. Yeah. And they also <laughs> expanded the universe in a good way, which I think, and yeah. connected parts that were, very well done. Um, I don't know what we're going to talk about next, but we have Stranger Things Part 2. Yeah, are we not doing Stranger Things next Monday? We have Umbrella Academy that's also there. Um, Jesus. I'm going to want to talk about some Stranger Things, and I'm going to want to talk about some Cuphead DLC. Then there's also Thor. Oh, Thor's coming out in like a week. So yeah, Thor comes out this weekend, actually. Is it this? I thought it was next weekend, the 8th or 9th. The premiere just happened like yesterday. Last, or yeah, they usually do two weeks but between the... A world I'm, premiere I'm chancing thing. and I'm googling Thor Love and Thunder it says July 7th okay okay yeah there okay, we go yeah, so the right, thank you guys thanks Dave mm-hmm. Hawk thanks, guys. Um, Steve Marcus Brent for coming and talking about Star Wars we have been on for two hours so we're done have a good Ooh. night everyone we will see you guys soon goodbye make a Darth Bane show hello, this is- hello. Well, that's it for us this week on Geeks with Kids. If you want to get a hold of us, you can send us an email at podcast at geekswithkids.ca. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekswithkids. Follow us on Twitter at geekswithkidscn. Check out our pics on Instagram at geekswithkids. And you can find all of this good stuff on our website at www.geekswithkids.ca. So if you like what you hear, why don't you hit that subscribe button and leave us a comment. This podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting app. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.